Hello everybody and welcome to episode 20 of Kiddlehood, where we talk fun stuff like movies, TV shows and video games. Uh, my name is Rory, the boy with the best hair in the business. I have to say this now because Jamie isn't here anymore and he's not here to say it and I want to make myself yeah, feel good. That's a long way to bring a haircut so back. It is a long way. Uh, Jamie is living it up in Australia. As you, If you are listeners to the podcast, you will know this already. Um, co-hosting with me today uh, is not, as always, tonight, to my immediate straight, you're straight saying opposite across me, the <laughs> across the table, uh, the man I come to when I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel. Phenomenal. <laughs> what Phenomenal. an intro. Mr. Duncan Malcolm, how are you, Duncan? Hello there. Please move the microphone closer to your mouth. Close to your mouth, <laughs> like this? That's I'm a sure. lot better. Uh, you uh, can move the stand if you want. Yeah. Or yeah. We'll if you work it be, as we go through. Yeah. See the bit at the top? I can edit this out. It's fine. Oh, okay. There's a bit at the top that you can squidge. Oh, if okay. you want to lean back more, then that's fair enough. Yeah. Actually, you know what? While you're doing that, on the other side, yeah. I'll do some housekeeping for you. Uh, we are a podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Um, Jamie has just started a movie review page on Instagram under the same name of Kiddlehood. So if you want to check that out, because inevitably this podcast will end when I go away to Sri Lanka and then down south, I have no friends to talk about movies, TV shows, and video games. So that's shit. So go check out Jamie's Instagram page. He has two reviews out so far. Uh, they're very funny, and they go under the I do have a question from the fans, though. But will he be re-reviewing the Star Wars prequels? Uh oh, maybe go into his Instagram and ask him. Give him what some re- give him some requests of of movies to review. I will, I will direct the fans. So that would be good. Uh, go check out his Instagram. It's pretty good. He he gives everything a a rating of the Cam McD rating Ooh. of it's either uh, garbage, uh, fine, class, or tremendous. Tremendous. Yeah. So tremendous for, being the highest. Tremendous being the highest. Uh, I think he's there's one has been class and one has been garbage. Oh, wow. I won't tell you what they are, other than they are Australian based movies, so I have never ah. seen them. <laughs> but he might. So he Australia, might Australia, and Kangaroo Jack. Yeah, yeah or possibly Crocodile. Is Dundee. there one called Lenny? There's one like there's a he, he like he's a janitor or a toilet guy. Anyway, moving on. We upload every Monday morning. Uh, so if that fits into your commute, give us a download. And if you're kind human beings, leave us a not so harsh review. Five-star reviews are welcome. Very welcome. We're a bunch of five-star men, so hopefully that will reflect. Are you a five-star man? Oh, uh, six-star man. I'm a five-star man! <laughs> we do that. We do that. Duncan, have you listened to the podcast before? No, I have not. Ah, okay. Uh, okay, explains, so you don't understand the inside no, jokes. No, but I understand that you... Here we go. I, I'm guessing that you're a five-star man. I am a five-star man! There we go. It's uh, an Always Sunny reference. Hopefully you That's probably why, because I don't Always watch Sunny that, in Philadelphia? Don't watch that show. Oh my God, get out. Why are you on this podcast? Anyway, uh, on to the news. Because everyone else has left you. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you you finally scraped the bottom of the barrel. <sighs> anyway, so on to the news. Uh, we've got some gaming news for you because our main topic is about a big game. My game of the year. But anyway, the news. First news. First, first segment on the news. Anthem. Here's some early impressions. And I'd like your impressions of it, Duncan, because you have played this game. Uh, so briefly, I have yeah. here... Which is a quote from Kaylee Plague, or Plague, which I think is from GameSpot. She said, and I quote, I'm not yet invested in anything I'm doing. There's nothing here that's driving me forward. I'm curious, but only to see if my first impressions, parentheses, that this is somewhat generic Destiny-like experience, end parentheses, will be proven wrong. What do you think? What do you take from that? 
she's about she's pretty much summed it up that even in the demo which you've got to remember is the demo was released in january the game came out in february 15th that's a month from that de- and the demo is supposed to be kind of they said the demo oh we'll take your feedback and fix things you can't fix things a month out and from what i saw of the demo it was very bland yeah this was there was no there's there's so many things that could be right with this game that just aren't i mean when you get in and you're you feel like iron man you know you've got that yeah that's what attracted to me to it before yeah yeah you like you feel a bit more like war machine than iron man because you've got all these guns all these weapons there's like the shoulder gun thing you know the the sort of the shoulder mounted rocket launchers and you've got the jetpack and you're like yeah and then your jetpack cuts out after 30 seconds and you think hmm this isn't right hold on uh (laughs) and then you're just using these sort of basic sort of i guess it was the demo so they're not going to give everything away but there just didn't seem to be a lot to it and i think that's from from a lot of reviews that i've seen people are just kind of finishing it within 50 hours and they've you know they've put 50 hours and that's a lot of time yeah and they're just kind of rinsing repeating the same stuff over it's kind of like when they first started um what are they called the heists in gta 5 yeah, you, know, you were doing the same mission over and over and over again, and then mm. they introduced the heists, and you were like, "Finally!" <laughs> yeah, finally. There's there's some end game content. I, yeah, I don't. We 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 talked about this briefly earlier off off podcast. Yeah, where we said it did, when it, it didn't count. Yeah, when, <laughs> now it when, counts. Yeah, now it counts. <laughs> but we we talked about this briefly, where we sort of said, you know, if you're paying sixty, if you're paying sixty pounds, you know, for a limited edition, or you're paying forty, fifty pounds for a game, you kind of want it to last, but it would appear that after, especially a game that's online and they want you to play online, this isn't like yeah. Red Dead Redemption where you're going to spend 60 to 100 hours. And but on the story. And then on the they, story they before you, you even yeah, jump, before you jump into they, an they online game. They want you to play multiplayer straight away and they're charging you £40 for something that's half-baked and most people who play these sort of games are probably going to rinse it out in a month. I'm yeah. going to be looking for something else come March because there's no other content. To Division 2. Division 2. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish I played my That's... Xbox more because the when the Division 1 came out, that was class, and I played it with everyone online. And then I got a PlayStation and found God of War and Spider-Man. It's, you, it's treason. I man. sold out to you sold AAA out. You games. You sold out to better you games. Are, <laughs> you are Sony. You guys never got to play God of War. How do you feel about that? Game of the year, bro. Not my game of the year. We'll get there, but. Good game. A, it would appear it's a good game. So it's just two, basically two games that use different words, two different variations of the word boy. 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 That's my boy. Uh, so early early impression of Anthem, not great for 60 quid. <laughs> for, for anywhere up to 60 quid, which I think is what the limited edition costs. Yeah. Uh, That's mental. I, definitely, I, I think from what I can see, there was a lack of, con- lack of content. And I didn't feel that enthralled by the yeah. when I played the demo. It just didn't seem to click. But it's one of these games that you might be able to pick it up for 30, 20. Maybe, maybe don't buy line. it. Don't buy it squeaky clean. Maybe I wouldn't wait buy it squeaky six clean. Wait, wait six months yeah. and see what they do with it. And if you throw it in the trash can, then we'll know where, we'll know it was the right decision. Nice. Uh, That'll do it. You happy yeah. with that? Yeah. Good. Nice. News number one, done. News number one, done. News number two, Fallout 76 have released a roadmap, which includes raids, PVP modes, and more. 
I have not looked into this. I just wrote I, it down. I have. <laughs> I, I've seen this a little bit because this caught my attention because I was really bored at work. Have you played Fallout seventy six? I have not. Have I'm you played Fallout. Fan. I played Fallout four. Okay. I played Fallout three. I played New Vegas. So I, if I've you played the side legacy note, games, if you had listened to the pod previously, we did a <laughs> we did a Skyrim episode. Maybe if I'd been invited on the podcast previously, this is true. Ooh. Uh, we did a Skyrim episode with the Jaws, which is also Bethesda. Yeah. Um. So we talked a lot about how Fallout, for some reason, hasn't... I mean, uh, Skyrim was great, but then Elder Scrolls Online was not so great. So then when they tried to do Fallout 76... But but Elder Scrolls Online wasn't developed by the same studio as Fallout 76. That's the difference. So Fair enough. ZeniMax ZeniMax was part of Bethesda, did Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, Can you you lift your mic up this way, towards your face? Yeah. It's going from strength to strength uh it's not the world of warcraft of its day but it's pretty good but you've got to remember that th- that's completely different business and different business model to fallout 76 and fallout's always kind of been a lesser selling title but i yeah. don't know why i'd never played it you never played it i, you never played I tried fallout to 4? play five which was the one before 76 yeah no it's four four, was four. One, four so the one that came out before 76 i played that had no idea what was going on and then gave up. See, Fallout 4 <laughs> kind of came with the same, has actually, ironically, some of the same ideas that Anthem kind of had okay. with the power with power armor. You can get in it. You feel like you're playing as Iron Man because you're getting this big suit of armor. And there's all these different, you know, the Brotherhood of Steel and all these different characters and stuff. It was a good game. It just, Bethesda seems to be on this, decline of simplifying their franchises yeah. so if you look at Elder Scrolls it went from Morrowind to Oblivion to Skyrim and each time more and more mechanics are taken out and more and more mechanics are just kind of easy mechanics yeah. are brought in to make your life easier whereas some people don't want that like Doesn't... jumping into a pool outside of Whiterun <laughs> jumping into a pool I'm thinking more things I was thinking more things like your health regenerating like that never used oh, to really? that never used to be a thing Neither, you're did not, it regenerate in Skyrim I found myself hoarding your, red potions yeah, so your health your stamina and your magic would all regenerate magic. in Skyrim and that's great if you're just it just goes over time right but in Oblivion I can't remember which one it was but it didn't regenerate and in Morrowind practically nothing, no, nothing. you just had nothing. to get you potions just, you just went you had to carry everything with you uh, some people like that, some people don't. Moving that onto Fallout, yeah, they've kind of done. They added a ton of first-person shooter mechanics because the shooting in Fallout Three was That's terrible. A, that was the thing. I didn't uh, enjoy the shooting either. Yeah, the shooting's better, but it's still RPG-ish. You mm-hmm. know, this is not. It's not Battlefield. It's not yeah. COD. Yeah. So the the shooting mechanics are totally different. But I, then they moved yeah. to seventy six, and all they had to do is add a multiplayer component to Fallout Four, and somehow they managed to screw that up. And then they had the canvas bag gate. Then they lost <gasps> yeah. all their user details. I didn't know what that was. Yeah, about. so they you offered had to find a canvas bag. They, they offered a like a limited edition. Yeah, uh, they offered this ultimate edition that came with a. I think it came with a helmet, like a power armor helmet. Was it? Was it and in the bag? It was supposed <laughs> to come in the bag. That's so weird. And the bag was supposed to be a cam. I'm oh, sure it was supposed to be a canvas bag. Was it just uh, a plastic bag? Yeah, you've got the laptop, or you can look that up. I will. Uh, it was supposed to come with a canvas bag. And somehow, somewhere, they realized, oh, we'll just give people like these cheap plastic bags and no one's going to care. But people did care. And people, as we all know, in this internet day and age, they got outraged. 
Was this an end game bag? No, this is a physical bag. Physical bag. It's a physical bag. The helmet physical looks badass. Bag. Yeah, the helmet looks cool. The it, bag it looks, looks a bit cool. small. Yeah, the bag looks a bit small, but it's only for carrying the, the helmet. I think. Oh shit! So they've advertised it looking all canvasy and like army like. Yeah, they said it came but with a, a canvas. There's a picture bag. of one that looks really shit. So it came with a canvas bag. They said it comes with a limited edition canvas bag. That's the advertisement. That's the ad. You know, the but like good canvas, like like yeah, army canvas, duffel bag, yeah, army canvas, duffel bag yeah, canvas. Yeah. And what people got was this parachute type material. You know, just not the quality that they were looking for. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, that's the one there. Yeah, shiny plastic. You can't really see it, but it's kind of this. You can't really see it on you oh, know, radio. No, but, uh, look at it. It's up. this shiny, it. shiny I did it. sort of plastic, bag, sort of thing you could probably buy for five pounds at Sports Direct. Yeah, uh, that's a shame. That's and cool people helmet, on though. Reddit were furious. But are you buying it for the bag? Or are you really buying it for the merchandise helmet that you don't wear? Well, that's what's so funny, you know. If you spend, you know? but then you spend eighty. I think. They would have got away with that if the game itself. If it wasn't been... for those pesky kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! It's old man Bethesda. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was the guy running the was, water slide. Who's, who's the man under the mask? It's Todd Howard again. Goddamn Todd. Uh, Goddamn Todd. <laughs> but uh, they would have got away. They would have got away with it if the game itself hadn't been so terrible. <laughs> Which brings us on to, to the, the actual road. story of the news. Which is the is that they've Which... added less terrible things. Oh, they're trying so, to. Yeah. So as um, on time of recording this, this is the twenty second of February. Yeah, uh, this will be out on the twenty fifth. <laughs> Maths um, on the twelfth of March, which I think is like in the next two weeks, maybe three weeks. Um, this is when this is released. It's called the Wild Appalachia expansion. Good name, uh, which includes two new quests and a game mode. Cool. Game mode? What does that mean? The new game mode called Survival is a high-stakes PvP variation of Fallout 76 Adventure mode. I'm guessing that's kind of like Survival mode from Fallout 4, where basically everything has carry weight. You can starve to death. You can be sleep-deprived. You get illnesses. Jesus Christ. That's too... I thought Red Dead was too real. It's called Survival mode, Rory. Yeah, okay. Um... It basically turns it into more real-life simulators. So instead of starving and dying in real life, you can starve and die in a real game. Why are you in jail still? I'm doing time. I'm doing time, yeah. Um, It also includes several new features as well, including a means of exchanging your unwanted legendary gear for new legendaries. What is a legendary? I don't know. A legendary in Fallout 4, anyway, was a weapon that comes with special effects. So it's the same with... If you've played Destiny or... I'm trying to think. Oh, my God. Um, you can also set up your own store where you can sell to other players and a brewery slash distillery so you can make your own recipes of shine. Yes, because in Fallout, alcohol is kind of one of these things you can take that aids you. It's like a... Makes you feel better about the... Makes you feel better in survival mode, yeah. (laughs) Makes you feel better in survival mode. No, it's to do... You can use it for like to increase your certain stats. So, for example, if you drink a bunch of whiskey in Fallout, your melee increases because you're like... Oh, like in, super, like, like in Red drunk. Dead, in Red Dead, you can take brandy and it does your dead eye. Yeah, same principle. So you, you drink whiskey yeah. and it increases your melee damage, but it reduces your range damage because obviously your hand would be shaky as hell, but totally. you're totally up for a fight. Whereas if you drink vodka for some reason, it increases your intelligence. So I'm not sure how they work that one out. Interesting. But cool. It is what it is. Uh, do you have Fallout 76? I don't. You don't. I'm, well, you Germ- I, uh, I'm going to wait and see how they do their updates. I mean, 
you can promise a roadmap, but it's whether or not they deliver. I mean, you end up doing a star citizen and then you just end up promising things that don't appear. Yeah. So, have you heard the story about star citizen? Uh, no. What is star citizen? Star citizen's game that started, uh, it was a Kickstarter 2012. Right. Uh, run by this guy called Chris Roberts. I don't know the full thing, but I just know that if you look up Chris Roberts on Wikipedia, uh, it tells a very interesting story. And, but he has a road, they have a roadmap. Basically, where I was going with this, they have a roadmap, right? They're saying, this is what we're going to do this year. And if you look at the roadmap and look at previous roadmaps for the previous years, there's a lot of stuff that still isn't finished. Uh. And we're six years in and they're still selling, they're still selling pre-orders. So even even so even with this new roadmap, it does not look good for Fallout seventy six. Well, there's shops in Germany. You can buy a five pound controller, and they'll give you a copy. Of well, I'll tell 76. you, tell you what, Duncan, I don't live in Germany, so yeah, this is very true. That's gonna be hard. This doesn't really have a big surfing culture either, so I don't think no. you'll be there. I don't know. Uh, I think there's like surfing in, listen, a, my point in a river is somewhere. They bought, they, there's a lot of copies of Fallout seventy six out there, and. It, they're gonna have to, for, to get people to buy into it and yeah. start buying their microtransactions or whatever they're they're gonna have to come good in that roadmap and i hope they do because i want to see elder scrolls 6 so we need this to be a success totally. i want to see that too uh yeah we all want to see we all want to see the next because skyrim we so got really disappointed in the last pod where we looked up next skyrim next elder scrolls games and it's a mobile game called blades called blades which, i mean which can, i'm not unhappy which can but get as far to fuck <laughs> Okay. as it possibly get can get get back get, to out the, get out of here so that'll do it uh, on, get we need to move on to our last news section because i've got a timer here so that we we keep we keep to the time that we say why do we have to keep to the time because people stop listening after a while because they're like i'm done now. people love long-form conversation Rory. well fine. we're here for your commute and if people's commutes aren't an hour and a half hour then... and a half oh there's <laughs> a problem yeah. there's right. a problem okay. they're like oh no, i'm already at work i'm gonna stop listening now uh anyway yeah so follow 76 new roadmap that sounds great we i won't play it. your game see you later we'll do a sequel podcast and we'll be like, oh no now there's two of them now yeah, you have to listen to one on two. the way home yeah <laughs> uh new story number three um this is only because i wanted to do gaming news because we're talking about game and i used to play this game on our mate eddie which you might remember from i think episode eight or nine he was on the always sunny episode um Eddie loves this game and still plays it to this day, and I don't know why. Um, so Pokemon Go. Oh, Pokemon Go! Have finally. <laughs> I was thinking, they're thinking, what? What, <laughs> what is this game? What is he talking about? Jeez. Uh, Pokemon Go have finally added a way for you to change your team. Have you played Pokemon Go? I can safely say I have not downloaded Pokemon right. Go. Right. So, you get the option of three teams: the red team, the blue team, and the yellow team. Shock. Which, which, yeah. <laughs> The original Pokemon. The games. original Pokemon. Games. I don't remember yeah. what their names are, but it's like it's it's, it's, probably it's a Zapdos team and our Takuno team and a like Moltres team. It's the three legendary birds. Oh, okay. And so you can finally change your team. So once Ooh. you selected your team, you could just that was it. But the Moltres, the red team, have kind of taken over, and I the yellow team are like the, the yellow team, team are like the shit ones. The shit ones. <laughs> the blue yeah, ones are I, just I there. think I read something about this yeah. where people were like, "Oh no, you don't want to go on the red team." Like, like yeah. fuck the red team. So, <laughs> so you can finally change your team. Dot dot dot, but at a price. 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 What? Do they take your Pokemon <laughs> souls? Uh, no. So I, I I can't remember how you make money in this game because it's just finding Pokemon's. 
and catching them. Do you not like so, heart? Do you not like turn them into like put them into a grinder and turn them into candy or something? Yeah, so I don't read yeah. this somewhere. And then they wish you were you wish you came back again. Like this is the only game where you go to the hospital and they go, "We hope you see you again soon." <laughs> Why? Yeah, because she's a serious. Yeah, because what she a makes a living. Nurse. Yeah, because she takes like five hundred credits off you every time I, you visit the Poké yeah. Center. I want my doctor to say, "I hope we don't meet for a while." It's Thanks, a racket. Doc. Is a racket vote Ash twenty vote Ash twenty twenty so that we can get a free Poke care for uh, all anyway, Pokemon. We need to get into the news. Uh, Niantic have announced a new item called the Team Medallion, which will cost Ooh. players ah. one thousand coins. Now I can't remember. That means remember. nothing to me. That could yeah. cost a hundred coins. No, that could cost ten thousand exactly. coins. What is a coin? Worth? I can't remember how you make coins in the game. If it's like Pokemon, you catch. Um, I'm gonna ask. I am literally going to. Message I've, I've, written this down. I've written himself. this down. I've written this down for everyone. If you don't have that kind of coinage in your in your wallet in the game, you will have to pay for a bundle. In the so Pokemon Go is free, but you can buy coins to end up buying stuff, right? Which Hush has probably done. And uh, so you can buy a bundle of 1,200 coins, which comes to 10 US dollars. <gasps> So it will cost you $10 to change your team. $10. And once you've changed your team, you are locked in for a whole year, and then you get an option to buy another team medallion. So to basically, you're kind of... Basically, if the you're The more like, money you have, the more you can change. So if you have enough money, you can change your social status in Pokemon Go. Yeah. So if you're rich, you can go from Team Yellow to Team Red and be part of the cool crew. Exactly. Only or if you're part of the if rich you were, If you were an idiot and you went, yeah, Team Yellow... My favorite bird is the yellow one. And then all your f- cool friends went, oh, we're all team red. And you've gone like, oh, fuck. His name is Zapdos, Rory. Zapdos. And he's the god of lightning. God or of something, lightning. I don't bird know. Bird of lightning. Bird of lightning. Get it right, Diane. He's a god. Uh, he's a god bird. Great. That's not going to let me... I'm, I'm happy on the yellow team. I'll admit, I was on the yellow team. I don't have the app anymore. Eddie probably does. Pokemon, po- oh. Pokemon on a gym. 50 coins if it stays there a day. Maximum 50 coins a day. Who said this? This is live from the source of the only player of Pokemon Go that is Eddie on the Scotland. chat. Eddie's on the chat. <laughs> He's on the chat. What has he said? 50, put Pokemon on a gym, 50 coins if it stays there a day. Maximum 50 coins a day. So to get a thousand coins, you will, your Pokemon will need to be there for 200, 200. days. 200 days. Yeah, 200 days. Right. That's outrageous. So you're going to have to spend the $10 to, to, to if you want to change your team, for sure. Yeah. If there's any, if there's no other way to make coins, that's ridiculous. There must be more ways to make coins, but he's not messaging me. Or maybe, yet, surely, so. surely it's like you can put more than one Pokemon in a gym. No, I don't think no, so. No, like, like say say there are five gyms around my house. Could I put five uh, one Pokemon in each of those gyms? And yeah, then you'd I make, so. yeah, I yeah. Think you could. Yeah, you can put... Well, you have to own that gym, though. You have to own that space. Then, yeah, so then you'd make... 250 coins a day. Yeah. Yeah. But that the, depends on how close the gyms are. True. I mean, this is true. Anyway, that, that's great. Pokemon Go. If if you're into that, cool. Go play it. Go go change your team if you want to. If not, that's fine. Listen, it's the same game, <laughs> even if you change your team. So, I mean, really, I, I don't even understand it. Wish. I don't understand why there's. Te- I don't even understand it. I never got into it. I never. <sighs> To be Who fair, knows? though, someone did say this online, but that summer it came out was the closest we've ever got to world peace. Like, Jay- Sorry, I'm just <laughs> my beer. That was, 
other don't don't say the beer Classic brands because other beer open. brands are available. This podcast again is sponsored by Bud Light. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> is, we bought it from from a shop. From a shop. So other, technically, other, other beers no. are available and are advisable to drink instead of Bud Light. Bud Light is cheap and it tastes fine. Mm. It's fine. It does a job. Uh, that'll do for the news. I'm doing all right. You stay classy, I'm doing, You stay classy, news team. You stay classy, news team. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm doing okay hosting this week. Yeah. This is my second time hosting because usually hosting. it's Jamie. Jamie's usually all doing all this paperwork. Yeah. So it's new to me. He's doing all and this I, paperwork and stuff, but the only really work, hard to write upside down where he is. So this is true. Yeah. I I wanted I wanted to make an Earth sandwich with him. An Earth sandwich. Have you heard of what? an Earth sandwich? No. No. So it's like it's this thing. I I think it was at the end of last year or the start. Is this, of this something year. I have to look up at Urban Dictionary? No, it's fine. Right. You just get a piece of bread. And you tell, oh, you throw it you on tell, the ground. You tell someone. I threw it on the ground. You tell someone directly opposite you on the earth, which I yeah. don't think is Australia from Scotland. I think we're just opposite ocean. Probably. Um, and then you say, can you put a sandwich on the ground and I'll do the same and we'll make an earth sandwich. And then you take a picture, you take a selfie with the sandwich, with the bread and then send it to each other. I'm guessing Jimmy Class. didn't want to do this. Well, no, I, I, I was going to and then I realized that we don't, we're not opposite oh, of right. Australia. So. Yeah. What a waste of bread. Waste of bread. Speaking of wasting bread, I played a game called Red Dead Redemption, oh, which, which made me not eat bread for a whole week. And it went all month. <laughs> this is us. a lie. I just this needed a, a segue. You just needed a segue. We're now on the big topic. Big topic. Welcome to the pod. Breaking news. Duncan's so confused. Anyway, yes. Big topic. This is now going to be 100% spoilers for oh. the, the game of Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, uh, it's The title of the pod is Spoiler Cast. Yeah. I'll put time codes down below as well in yeah. case you want to miss anything or you just want to hear the news. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're I going can't believe straight Dutch into... killed John God damn it. <laughs> God damn it, Dutch. <laughs> oh, no. Damn it, Dutch. Um, we're going to go into every chapter, every town that you're in, everything that goes on. People who die, people who don't die, people who we hate. Uh, yeah, basically everything that will spoil the game for you. So if you've not played the game, just switch it off. Yeah. Or if you hopefully we can hopefully we can fire through some. Uh, if you don't care, welcome. And if you yeah, played and if it, if you skip to this part, uh, hi, how's howdy? it going? We're going we're going into it now. Uh, Actually, no. If, if you skip to this part, hello there. Hello. Howdy, partner. Um, You're supposed to say General Kenobi, Rory. Rory oh Rory, right, Roberts. the Kenobi thing. Hello there. You missed it three times. You missed the third time. You've missed so it. So elusive. Um, anyway, uh, if you have played the game, um, feel free to drop us a line on Twitter at Kiddlehood or message Jamie on Instagram at Kiddlehood and let us know what you yeah. thought about Red Mes- Dead. Message Jamie asking him about Red Dead Two. Well, he a has game, no idea this podcast is actually going. A down. game he has never played. Yeah, and, I've, and an Instagram page that is about movie reviews. <laughs> Ask him about Red Dead. Do it. It's Do a it. movie. It's just an interactive. Do it now and then come back and listen. Anyway, right. Here's a synopsis, brief synopsis of Red Dead Redemption Two, that I have taken from RedDead.Fandom.com. Unfortunately, I don't know who wrote it because it's not referenced. I think it's just taken from many a reference. So I will just read this to you and you'll probably agree because it's it's correct. After a robbery goes wrong in the western town of Blackwater, Arthur Morgan and the Vanderlind gang 
are forced to flee. With federal agents and the best bounty hunters in the nation massing on their heels. Massing on their heels? I don't know. Uh, the gang must rob, steal, and fight their way across the rugged heartland of America in order to survive. As deepening internal divisions threaten to tear the gang apart, Arthur must make a choice between his own ideas and loyalty to the gang who raised him. But, spoiler, you make the decisions, not Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> uh, set in the American frontier in 1899, Red Dead Redemption 2 follows the story of Arthur Morgan, a member of the Dutch Vanderlyn's outlaw gang. Arthur Morgan. It's, it's a prequel. It, and it's a prequel to Red Dead 1. So if you've played Red Dead we 1. We love prequels you, on this podcast. We love it. Love a prequel. Prequels are definitely better. I don't even than think we've prequels ever done are, a prequel. Prequels are definitely better than sequels. I can't remember if we've done a prequel on this pod. What do you mean? Any prequel? We talked about the 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 new Star Wars movie. That's crap. Yeah, that's uh, I mean, we talked about. I mean, the trilogy when you're ranking, when you're ranking Indiana Star Jones. Wars, when you're ranking Star Wars movies, I mean, we've not done where, that yet, though. Where in the top three do you put the prequels? Obviously, you have to rank them one, two, three. So, so <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. One no. This will be a different pod. Yeah. Uh, I think it's we're a pod talking we need about to have. Red Dead. We're talking about Red Dead. We won't get into that. We we don't like Star Wars over here. It it got bad. Uh, oh, did it, did so, it go south real fast? So start of the game. Uh, you are riding on a horse in the snow and uh, someone's dying. I can't remember who dies, but um, Bottom. Uh, no, don't I get that right? I How actually I can't remember who dies. I know what two so people So an old die. man dies. And then it's not you, an old man. It's I so, think so he's random, an old man. Dude. And then you go out to find John, who's been scratched up by some wolves yeah. with Charles. And you kill some wolves. Is it with Charles? I think yep, it's with Charles. with Charles. Yeah. Charles and, uh, or Javier. Or Javier. I think it might be Javier, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you basically hide out there. This is something I didn't realize. So I've been playing through it again because I was preparing for this and I just wanted to get an update on the story. Uh-huh. I, for some reason, it passed me by that Sadie, the badass chick in this whole game that I fucking love and I wanted Arthur to get with, um, she is the girl from the start that you rescue. Yeah, did you not realize? I how did, did not How did that pass that? by? Like, there's... She talks because, all the time about her mother, murdered husband and you just weren't paying attention. No. I just Is thought, it because I just she thought, was a woman, Rory? I just Is that she what was, it was? I just thought she was part of the gang. That She was just new in the gang. I didn't realize well, she, she was... was. <laughs> yeah, she was very new. I didn't realize she was the girl you saved at the very start of the game, you know? And then she turns into this badass when you take her to Rhodes that one time. I, I think... Uh, <laughs> she, no, she, she turns into a badass well before that. I mean, she's she's, nah, she's fighting with Peterson, and you're like, "Oh, let's go get some food." And then she's is it, like, "I'm is gonna it get Rhodes? some." Yeah, I think Rhodes is maybe Rhodes yeah, is Rhodes. the first time because you have to go her. to the train station to go get yeah, a letter. And she goes full berserker. Yeah, she okay, brings uh, a gun we, out. Can, yeah. we can get into this. We'll get into we this maybe a bit. We're not later, at Rhodes yet. We're not even at the start yet. Yeah, so, I know. We should probably we'll get into this a bit later. But there, there's something with Sadie that actually she's awesome. really annoys me, but really, really kind of I wish they'd done. But we'll get to that. Cool. Um, so after the after the saving of Sadie, you basically wait for the snow to thaw, and you kind of learn. It's basically the uh, what am I thinking of? What's the chapter word? one is basically a tutorial. Yes, it's the tutorial of the game. Here's the how you hunt. Here's your to play shooting. The game. Yeah, but you go in a negative deer. point. The whole game is pretty much tells you what to do every single all the time. Mission. It all adds time. things all the time. All the time. That's the one one criticism I have is I always missed out on like top left notifications. Yeah. Because it because the world is so like immersive. 
when when something says you should probably do this by pressing this button and i'm like fuck how do i like you know when you upgrade your red dead your red yeah, dead you, eye yeah your dead eye yeah i couldn't figure out why i had to select everything now and that oh, there, right, there yeah. is a you way that you don't that. have yeah. that there is a way that you can pass that by yeah you can pass it by and you can it's... go everything that you hit goes yeah which is great but i quite like the tagging but because then, then it's more accurate because it's more you can pick your shots yeah. but if you're not slower. panicking because slower. there's so yeah. many guys but it's so much slower um yeah. so you make your way down the mountain the misty mountain and you find yourself in a little mountain. little dirty town called valentine only Valentine you needed on the 14th, wasn't it? Uh, the only oh, what did I do on Valentine's Day? You were in Valentine's Cam and I were here together watching uh, National Treasure movies <laughs> with nice. Nic- Nicholas your- Cage. I'm a sexy cat. I'm a sexy, <laughs> sexy cat. A B C D. Sorry, <laughs> Nick Cage is he or is he not a good actor? That that's the question. It's like Schrodinger's actor. He, he's very much <laughs> is either, the cat alive? He's either complete, completely on, is or just completely or phoning terrible? it in. Like he's, it's one or the other. Is it Schrodinger? Schrodinger's cat. Schrodinger's, yeah. Schrodinger's he either cage. Either is or isn't. <laughs> Schrodinger's cage. Anyway, I think you, uh, in years to come, it would just be like a brand of acting, and it's always just called Nicholas Cage. <laughs> oh, he's like he's a Nicholas the new Cage Nicholas actor. Cage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, moving, we'll go on a lot of these tangents. It's fine. Um, Valentine, you your camp is where's your camp in Valentine? Do you remember? Just outside. Just outside Valentine, and Horseshoe Overlook. Horseshoe Overlook. Well done, well done. Um, and one of the first main missions that you're asked to do is rob a train that you find out is owned by Leviticus Cornwall. Yeah, it's like your first heist essentially. Yeah, to build it up. You learn how to set dynamite. You learn how to put your mask on. You learn how to rope some people. You learn how to shoot, and you learn how to loot mm, loot cupboards yes, and stuff. Yes, I'm thinking of that's a cool thing. mission because when the dynamite doesn't work, it reminded me of a heist in GTA. You jump off your horse and you jump off this bridge onto the train, and it's fucking class. I loved it. Yeah, it's really cinematic. They they did a lot of things really well. Yeah. Oh, oh here he is. There he is. The man from. I'm from us? next door, Cam McD. <laughs> I forgot what Jamie called you. What did he call you? Captain, Captain Class, Class himself. He's doing a bit of painting and plastering because because he's having a beer and he's a man for Scotland and he plasters his hoose. This is his hoose. Plasters Say hi the to the pod, Cam. Hello. Ah, classic Cam. <laughs> classic. Anyway, so... Yeah, train robbery. Train robbery was class. And it's the first time that you and Lenny actually go into a bit of a story arc as well. That's like the first time you guys work together. Yeah, to it's the first time the train robber. It's, the first time. It's, it's a good mission. And I kind of recall it, but I recall running home that first night to play Red Dead Redemption 2 because yeah. it was already installed on my Xbox. Yeah. I was getting in. I just playing it. And a lot of the first, was kind of the first early stuff, I don't remembers clearly as some of the like maybe the middle stuff i see luckily uh, i have notes and i've already played through it twice you played through <laughs> the first part twice which is yes. handy yeah but I'm it's not definitely good, the it's de- i do remember it like i remember stopping the train like getting on it you let the guards go all that you yeah can, then that's what one of the few ones where you get the choice you get the choice the to kill, kill or, or let them go yeah. yeah what did you do 
pretty sure. I'm Here's some of my other. Actually, I've got notes and questions to ask. I'm pretty me. sure I let them go, then it killed them. Oh, that's horrific. <laughs> oh, he's such a nice guy. Ah, no, he wasn't. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's so, no what, way. There's no way anybody you ever interview people about this game, you'll find out how much of a serial killer like these people actually yeah, are. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, one of my first questions is: Were you a white hat or a black hat? Oh, black hat. As when much you finished the game, did you, how was your honor? Oh, pure white. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Wait, okay. Fair I enough. tried so hard to be a black hat. Really? Then. I ended up doing the white hat stuff. Just I kind of go. Is your conscience with, too hard? <laughs> no, I, I tend to go where the story takes me with these things because I wanted to try and I try to actually keep my honor as neutral as possible. So okay. for people that don't know, that in case you've got this far and you haven't played the game and you've somehow just forgotten where That's the pause spoilers. button is, Fine. It's all where the pause button is in your car, uh, the honor system basically goes: you're either black or white hat, which is a reference to Westworld, which is probably a whole different podcast. I think it's a reference to westerns. It's a reference to westerns that they <laughs> not just Westworld. It's the, the white hat, black hat thing is definitely Westworld. The they made the kinda, they the highlighted it. The TV show they definitely before highlighted the, it in that show. show. But when you go back and watch westerns, you're like, I see where they've come. Yeah. I understand where they're coming from. Yeah. From this, but the they Lone Ranger it. had a white, white hat. Buster Scruggs has a white hat. Yeah. Another, Joel Brenner has a black a, hat. A bad cowboy has a black yeah, hat. Yeah. Like Will Smith yeah. in Wild Wild but they West. But, yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 no, wait, wait a minute. He wait, was wait, good. What? what? He's, yeah. or, do, or was he? Maybe, maybe the southern guy was right all along. Will Smith doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> anyway. See, he does he get it? Like does he wearing get, a shirt. But does he get a blue hat now because he's the genie? No, oh, don't even talk to me about that. That oh, was meant I to mean, be in the news last week, which folded, and we didn't have a pod last week. So. Oh, we could briefly talk about it. Let's, no, not, let's let, not. We'll talk about it in, at the end. You we'll should let it out. End. You shouldn't let your feelings build up like that, because darkness leads to hate. Hatred hate leads, leads to, to suffering. suffering. Suffering leads to the dark suffering side. Suffering leads to the dark side. So I think you should let it out, Rory. Not right now. Later no, on. Later on. Later on. The genie looks shit! <laughs> the whole movie looks shit! I don't know, man. I think that's, I think that's unfair. The tiger is pretty cool. It's the worst mapping of a man's face on a different body I've ever seen. I personally think that she just used Robin Williams' lines and just made it a CGI genie. Definitely. Done with it. That'd be fine. Anyway. <laughs> moving moving on. on. Where were we? The train robbery. Train robbery's fine. You either let go of someone or whatever. This oh, also it. introduces uh, Leviticus Cornwall, who is a very, very rich man, and it will come back to bite us later on in the game. Comes back to bite you, but you don't see enough of him. We'll no, get to that. you're like, yeah, it's weird. He kind of appears he's like, he's meant to be this he's, big guy, and then you're like, Meh. yeah, but you bear, you don't actually get enough cutscenes with him in it. Yeah, to he's, justify he's always him outside a, a building that you're in. <laughs> yeah, he's always he's always nearly there. <laughs> this always is like, part. This is one of my points that I yeah. had about it. Is that is there enough good villains in Red Dead Redemption Two? Yes, but yes, but no. you don't have any fights with them. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I get you. There's They're no all... like bad guy at the end. Yeah, so well, we'll not get into Micah. We'll not <laughs> yeah. get into it. Let's not wait. So we'll get you've there. got well, obviously you've got Micah, who we'll come to eventually, right? Yeah. You got Micah, but you've got Angela Bronte. Fucking Micah. Angela Bronte, the Braithwaite woman, Catherine Braithwaite, and then you've got uh, Leviticus Cornwall. The, I oh, would say that's and the also main the Pinkerton and the Pinkertons. Yeah. But we'll get to the Pinkertons are not really this is my point. Whatever his name is. The Pinkertons are probably the only ones that you see in cutscenes enough to justify that they are a threat. That they are a threat. Yeah. yeah. The problem with Leviticus Cornwall is that you don't see him enough. You only see him maybe once or twice. 
you see Angelo Bronte more, so you get more of a yeah. kind of sinister vibe from him. But you've got to have your villains on and Braithwaite. That's why Micah works so well because you're actually having to do things with Micah. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually, obviously, this turns into an asshole. An asshole but, or a cowpoke. But God you, damn it, there's Micah. not enough good villains in it. But that's yeah. not their fault. I don't know if it's, that's not. I, I think felt that's like a, I can't. So I just want to jump in here. Um, I can't remember. I really found out that I don't remember the first game. <laughs> uh, but. I, it's very old school of me to think this, but it would have been sweet if you had... So Valentine and Rhodes was... Or Valentine was Cornwall. Rhodes was Braithwaite. Um, yeah, like the first Saint-Denis one. Saint-Denis was Bronte. Yeah. And then the end was Micah. Which is why Rhodes is the strongest chapter. Yes, agreed. Um, but what I would have... This is very, that's what I meant about being thinking old school gaming was if you had a mission that eventually brought you to those main bad guys that you yeah. had a shootout with because in old school games they would be the hardest to kill you know they'd always have a really powerful yeah. shotgun or yeah, they have old school i don't mind all you that. ever do is just fight their henchmen you know yeah. what i mean i don't mind that i think that they could have made they more die in a cutscene or whatever there's there's a few things see this is the problem with over analyzing it is that you suddenly you find all these things you're like shit but that's what we're talking about yeah. so yeah. if you're really going to look into it the problem with Cornwall is you're only killing the henchman. He's not much of a threat, but yeah. that's fine, okay? I, he's the big bad, but the problem with him being this kind of big bad that goes through multiple chapters and you have run-ins with him is you don't actually have run-ins with him until yeah. towards the end. Yeah. So there's no real... When Dutch and him finally face off in the, at the boat, Yeah. there's no real... You're like, I don't see it. I don't get the tension. There's, there's tension, but not enough tension. Yeah. There's more... The thing with the Braithwaite's is... Catherine Braithwaite is obviously an evil woman. You've met her once or twice before, right? The problem is they didn't introduce the sons for the people that you eventually kill and then you leave her to die in the fire. But Because you can go back and get <laughs> well, her brooch. You don't leave her to die. She just runs back she in. She runs back <laughs> in. You can, you can steal her brooch later on as well and sell it. Uh, there's gold in that house as well. There is also gold in that house, which is the gold that Hosea thought there was yeah. in the first place. But, it's only $500. So Braithwaite, brilliant. <laughs> Uh, Angelo Bronte also quite good you kind of get the idea once again you don't see you don't do enough missions for them for the Braithwaite's no you don't yeah, for the, the head bra- for the head Braithwaite alright yeah, yeah you don't yeah, do you enough missions yeah you can only meet her once and you're in a weird interview with her yes and she, dis- she disses your look if you only meet even though I looked classed in a cam Miss Braithwaite I was looking classed like a gambler in my gambling gear and my bowler hat and Braithwaite's yeah. like, look at this clown. The, yeah, the southern one. Oh, yeah. He is a yeah, 100%. Fucking bitch. Yeah, the... Uh... That was Cam's Yeah, so uh, that was Cam's reaction to Catherine Braithwaite, which um, is a fa- fantastic character, but once again... So, we'll, we'll get here. We'll yeah, get we'll to get the Braithwaite's. Yeah. We're still in Valentine right now. I'm going to go in chronological order. It's easy for you to say. Chronological order. I'm basically picking out the main parts that kind of happen. So, Valentine has one of my favorite missions which is when you get drunk with lenny 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 becomes one of my favorite characters in the camp and i used to always just kind of walk up to him and press r2 and go square hey hey lenny let's talk and he's never really wants to talk but he's like hey Arthur. no but you see a lot of uh... (laughs) but like it's fine and he takes you hunting once or fishing and I think you're fishing with Lenny. You get drunk with him. That's yeah. it's so good the way they do that. Yeah, that entire it's, it's scene. Cut scenes, but it's also 
interspersed with movement. Everyone looks like Lenny. Lenny, and then you can like walk in and different things happening on different people depending yeah. on where you are. Yeah, and you uh, you end up like drowning someone. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you go through multiple fist fights. I yeah, think. multiple fist fights, and then you wake up so ah, far away son. and yeah. so far away from Valentine. I did not remember this because I'm like, oh, just whistle my horse. Oh, I can't whistle my horse. He's too far away. Where am I? Oh, fuck. And then, and because I'm a, I'm a nice guy, you know, I'm a cool dude. I, I didn't steal anyone's horses and I just ran to Valentine. <laughs> sure done. You probably could have taken the honor hit and just patted your yeah, horse no, and it probably yeah. would have just gone back up on the way down. So shit. Uh, that's good. I, I love that they got that in and you kind of learned a little bit about Arthur because him and Lenny talk about his past and stuff like that and yeah. how he feels about John. There's always like, that's what I was confused about because John in Red Dead 1 is the protagonist. Yep. He's the good guy. He's hunting down all these guys from his old gang. Uh-huh. It's weird. It was weird for me to be like, why does Arthur hate John so much? Like what happened? To- and I, I realized like he left for like a year or whatever. He doesn't really hate John. He's just tough on him. Yeah, but they seem to have like a, he obviously, they obviously grow as brothers. Yeah, brothers um, in arms. You're my brother, John. Uh, but oh, yeah, I always found it annoying that I was like, why don't you like John? John's sweet. And then I finished the game and I was like, nah, John's shit. <laughs> we'll get to this. <laughs> we'll get to this. Arthur. But yeah. like, so, I actually was very, very deeply unhappy to play as John at the very end. I was. And it was so long. The epilogue. I don't, the epilogue doesn't bother, the epilogue doesn't bother so me. Long. What bothers me is the fact that I'm playing the epilogue as John Marston. And I'll get to this when when we get to the apple. I'll tell you exactly what it's as be. fun as shoveling shit, which you actually have to do exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that was the joke. I literally spent. <laughs> I literally spent. Yeah, but the people that are hearing this still know, might not know. Well, they this. should do. They, they yeah. sh- you should have played this game. Yeah, if yeah, you're I mean, listening, if to you it. play games, you should probably. If you have any inkling to play games, you should probably add it to your list. If if you're only listening to it for the sweet banter, welcome. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you're only listening to. This yeah. sweet banter, we're terribly sorry. Our banter is terrible. It is very It's bad. essentially like a 14-year-old's treehouse. <laughs> oh. Um, okay, where am I? Moving on. Uh, last last main thing I think to point out in Valentine is your bank robbery. I think you're forgetting pouring forth oil four. Hey? Pouring forth oil four. What's that? I don't know. I, what I can't remember is whether or not pouring, is that chapter three or is that chapter two. Fourth oil. Yeah. What does that mean? That is the mission where Arthur stands on top of the train. What's the name of a mission? Yeah. Oh, that's a class mission, actually. Yeah. yeah. But I can't remember if that's chapter two or chapter three. I think it's chapter three, actually. I think it's outside roads. Yeah, I think it's chapter three. Or maybe two. Could be two. I think it's three, though. Oh, wait. It's two Valentine. Two's Valentine. Ah, yeah. Three's, maybe three, then, because yeah, you're outside roads. Yeah yeah. 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 That is a good mission. That's very that's, good. I'm sorry, that's I, thought we, I thought we were glossing over that, but yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so, so you go rob a bank in wait, Valentine. You, that's not chapter two. That is chapter three. Oh, when do you meet Cornwall's men? What are you doing before that then? Uh, uh, something goes wrong. Wait, here we go. Uh, no, yeah. After a successful bank heist in Valentine, uh, there's a deadly shootout with Cornwall and his men. The gang is forced to relocate. Is that chapter two? Yeah. Yeah. Milton read, Milton discovers their camp. Well, oh, so yeah, yeah. So, so Milton discovers the camp and then they go away because they draw um, all their guns at each other. Fuck, what is it? Uh, Arthur goes fishing with Jack and he runs into Milton for the first time. Yes. And here's some foreshadowing that I heard from another spoiler cast of Red Dead. 
Um, so in Red Dead 1, Jack kills Milton because Milton killed John. Jack doesn't kill Milton. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. It's not. It's Edgar Ross he kills. Okay, well, I think he's there. Milton, no, Milton's the, dead by that or, point. Right, Milton's Pinkerton's, old. whatever. He kills, he kills Edgar Ross, who's the guy that's Milton's assistant. Right. Okay, yeah. so Milton is also there. Yeah. Uh, he's on his horse or whatever. Yeah, so Milton's there yeah. and Edgar Ross is there. So here's Milton. the foreshadowing. Uh, Jack first meets Milton-ish next to the river. a river. In which Red Dead, which is where Ross. you kill him in Red Dead Rock. Yeah, so you meet Edgar Ross is there and Milton's taking on... It's funny because if you think about it, Milton is taking, trying to like egg on jo, uh, Arthur Morgan. Yeah. Right? And then... The two other people in that encounter are Edgar Agent Edgar Ross and Jack, Jack Marston. Marston, who will end up in the same exact confrontation yeah. in Mexico. So close. In Red Dead 1. I love it. Great writing. Great, Great writing. writing. But yeah, so because of that, Arthur's like, fuck, they kind of know where we are, but we won't do it until they really know where we are. Uh, so yeah, they um, they rob the bank. They have a big shootout with um, Cornwall's men. And then when they get back to camp, they've obviously been followed uh, by the Pinkertons because that's when Milton turns up and he's like, just come with us and you won't have any trouble. And then everyone pulls a gun on him and Vanderlyn's like, looks like we've got something more to fight for or something like that. I've got a really bad impression. We're having, we're having, we're having accent trouble here, but we are. What, I think the what problem is with this is that we're I missing. I have a plan! I have a Arthur plan. Morgan. He's, there's there's a random voice in this room as well from from far away. He knows Cam class. Did class you hear Cam? Cam? I'm not. Yeah, he, Cam. I heard I heard a a, a faint Vanderlyn impression. <laughs> I have a plan. That's a good idea. That's a good Just impression. Need some goddamn faith, Arthur. Uh, We're going we need to, to talk Tahiti. About, the problem is we we need to like kind of understand how much of a moron Dutch is. Dutch, this is the thing. I think if you didn't play Red Dead 1, I don't think you'd know Dutch was the bad guy. Because he's just the leader of a gang. So you go into the game thinking, oh, fair enough, he's the leader of a ga- of an outlaw gang. You're going to be like that. And you're meeting all these other people who are like, well, they're clearly the bad guys. And then yeah. as the story progresses, and when Arthur starts to not agree with Dutch's ideas you also start to feel like maybe Dutch has gone off the wayward a little bit. I think my biggest problem with Dutch, I love that about that game. Yeah, I, I love that. But, but clearly, I think, if you've played Red Dead 1, you're like, oh, yeah. there's Dutch. Well, the <laughs> problem with Dutch, the problem I have with Dutch is his entire plan, I have a plan, is based around this money, right? Yeah. But if he really wanted, as we're going to They're going to Tahiti. <laughs> they're going to Tahiti or whatever. But to be honest, they wouldn't have to go to Tahiti if they just moved. Just move further away they did move they are no they, they keep moving in the game world they move like half a state over like yeah. Yeah. it's like no <laughs> pack up right charles is an expert hunter you've got plenty of people yeah get on a boat cross that flat iron lake keep going just keep going right there's got to be a part i don't know you're in the u.s go to canada like he has no <laughs> he, has, he has no jurisdiction go to, Salt, in canada. Go to canada hey Hey, one of the greatest GTA characters from Canada, so I'll have none of that. He's from Canada. Trevor. Trevor's from Canada. Trevor's Canadian. No, no wonder he's mental. Yeah, that's why he's mental. Uh, uh, but that's... Yeah. My point is, they could... Like, that was this whole thing about going to Tahiti. 
There was nothing stopping them. They boarded the boat to Guarma. Like, there was nothing stopping them going from Well, Tahiti, were they, they weren't Tahiti. going to Guarma. They were going to Cuba. They were going to Cuba. And they ended up in Guarma. But my point open, is, there's nothing, there was, browns. there's nothing stopping a bunch of outlaws from going wherever the fuck they want. Ain't no stopping us now. Um, this is true. Yeah. But I also think that the map doesn't really dictate how far... No, they're, it looks it, it's because they seem to think they've traveled really far. It's whereas smaller Rhodes in detail Valentine, for us than it is for the characters yeah, in game. They think I they're super that. far away, yeah. whereas Valentine and Rhodes is like a two-minute horse ride. It's a two-minute horse ride, <laughs> yeah. but it doesn't. I, I understand that. But what I'm saying is that Segway. Sorry, these characters <laughs> need to like. But there's nothing stopping Dutch after the Valentine back robbery from going up in sticks instead of just moving a state over. Move four states over. Yeah. Move straight to Saint Denis. <laughs> move to the That's other side as of far the, as you can go. Move to the other side of the U.S. Go to Liberty City. Go somewhere else. Oh God, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, go to go on the Oregon Trail and go to the other side of the U.S. The Pickerton's won't follow you. This is true. Go make a ranch somewhere. No one's going to care. Ranch. Uh, anyway, that's a very right, good chapter. Three. Anyway, I was going to segue into when you mentioned when we mentioned a horse ride. Valentine is also the place where you get your horse. Oh yes, because you, you take get. That- a nice ginger and white. Um, oh no, you got a ginger. All and white American, horse. half all American. I got a black. I got a black and white horse. On my one. Oh, what did you buy? I didn't. I got a. Uh, I didn't. Uh, there was an option of three horses. Yeah, I, I chose the. The one I, was super expensive. No, I had the war horse. Yeah, you bought the big one. Oh wait, no. No, so I got you given get a war. Big, I got yeah, given a war. You get horse given the big one. DLC. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, you bought like we, a. When we got, you got, uh, you when got we a bought it, version, when you bought you? it, when you pre-ordered it from game, you got like this extra little like. What kind pack. of what kind of horse was it? War. It was a giant war horse, gray. Like oh, a Clydesdale that, type thing. Right. It's like a Shire. A Sheffield or a Shire. Shire. Yeah. Um. So, you're given a horse, which is a black war horse, but then in a mission with Hosea before you go. Yeah. So I got the war horse. I didn't know where I could get this war horse until I got to the stables. But Valentine's where and you it was. Get Free? Your, uh, mine was free. Yeah. But I could only I didn't get it until I got to the stables for the first time. And right. then I had the options of the three choices or my free one. Yeah. So obviously I picked the free one. But other people would pick yeah. one so of the options that you I got. picked the it was the orange American purebred or whatever it's called. Awesome horse. Um did you keep your horse for the whole game? No, I replaced it with an Appaloosa that I got in a mission outside Rhodes. Telly was getting killed. What kind of Appaloosa? A blue? A black and a spotty one. Black and spotty one. Looked Appaloosa. a bit like a Dalmatian. Did you know the Appaloosas Dalmatian. are endangered? Well, I can give you a hint. It's endangered because they keep getting killed in Red Dead Redemption at the very end. <laughs> but also in real life, though. All right. <laughs> um, so, what we, uh, you had an Appaloosa. Is that because of, did you look up stats or did you just think that's a cool looking horse? No, the horse, I ended up with the horse. I killed someone. Oh, this I is the one where you. This is Miss Grimshaw uh, shot some blew someone's head off with a shotgun, and then I got left with this horse. Oh, uh, it's also I think it's the the Dalmatian one. Yeah. Is it not when you go and rescue save, Tilly? Save you Tilly. Tilly. Yeah, from, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you her old Tilly. gang. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that horse. Yeah. That's my secondary horse. Yeah. I so, used that horse. What was his name? Did you change his name? Lasagna. I think. Lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was your war horse called? Meatball, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Great names. So I had... Uh, I've heard some fantastic names. John Bon Povey. 
That's Pony, good. Even that's very good. Uh, so I I had a Rolf. bit of a I had a bit of an issue with horses in Red uh-huh. Dead. I bought the the American purebred from 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 uh, Valentine, and when I got to the swamp, the manor. Yep. Um, Shady Bell. Shady Bell. Uh, all of us. I don't know what happened. If I didn't save it right, or if the horse died without me knowing. When I loaded into the game the next day, it, I didn't have the horse. I just oh. had like a, like um, a generic one, like a Tennessee Walker or whatever. And I was furious. Yeah. And I couldn't believe it. So the rest of the game was actually quite disappointing horse-wise because you do actually grow a bond with your horse. I was going to say, I was going to bring this up. I was going to bring this up. That's my boy. Where I didn't really care that Arthur died. Spoilers. (laughs) It's a spoiler cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game's been out since January. I didn't really care if Arthur... Sorry. Let me put it another way. I didn't really care if Arthur lived or died. Okay? How dare you? Oh, hold on. Right? I'd already seen... Spoiler, John die. Yeah. Game's been out for seven years. People yeah. get a grip. Yeah. Uh, I saw John die. Right, and I was I was there, man. I was there. He came out of that bar and shooting. We're talking about horses right now. Hold yeah? on. Okay. <laughs> so you see John. Hold on. Segway. Okay. Like, you see John die. Yeah. And I figured to myself, Arthur may live. He may die. Right. But I wasn't ready. From a horse to I fucking shot. wasn't ready for that horse. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was more ups- I was more traumatized. Not traumatized is a strong word, but I was more kind of shocked that the horse got shot oh. than I was. And there's this touching scene it's with this, your horse as well, where says, like you close you. your eyes. He says, Thank you to the oh, horse. You're God. like, Oh. Whereas by that point, My it didn't strings. <laughs> it tries to pull at your heartstrings, but you're actually that's way better damn it, than Arthur living or dying. True. To be honest, is when the horse gets cut, you're like, "Oh my god, I did not see that." What did you? What did oh. you pick? What was your last choice? Oh, I, I, I took the high ground. You, you were the always, good, you, you always, you were the good the guy. Ground. You helped out your brother. Yeah, I probably would have gone back for the money, but I don't know what Huff? happens if you go back for the money. I think if you go back for the money, you're a horrible person. No, but I don't know what happens if you go back for the money. I oh, I'll know. tell you. Oh, so oh, so you went? No, no, I've looked it up. All right. I looked it up on YouTube. So there are four endings, right? Depending on your choices and how your honor is on those choices. So if you have good honor and you go and take the money, yeah, you go back through the caves, you find the money, and as you're coming out of the cave, uh, Micah jumps you and uh, you have a bit of a tussle, and it's kind of the same as the top of the mountain, mm. um, except I think, yeah, Micah stabs you. And you and he walk him and uh, Dutch have their conversation and then leave, and then you like pull yourself up on a cart and just watch and the sun rises through the trees. Oh, nice! Same nice. sort of thing. Yeah. And if you've got bad honor, Micah straight up stabs the fuck out of you and you yeah. die. <laughs> just yeah, there it's the same on the mountain. Apparently, like Micah just straight up executes you. Yeah, he like, shoots X. you straight in the face. Oh, nice! Like Dutch walks away and you think Micah walks away. He turns around and says something to you, and then you try and get up and he just goes. He shoots you right between the eyes. It is grim. That is grim. But I got the nice one where you, you sort of look to the left. You look to the east. Sunrises. The sun rises. You see the stag. Which is the die. way he says that he like would like to die. There you go. He tells that to tree falls or he's, horses This is Africa. What's the... Uh, Blood diamond. No. Eagle flies. Eagle he tells flies. that to eagle flies. Oh, ginseng. Jin's, ginseng himself. Two dogs fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I shall call you 
he looks outside. Two dogs. Fuck it. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So horse wise, that was horrific. However, now I can't remember what I finished, what horse I finished on, because my first round, I really couldn't give a fuck because I lost my horse in chapter four, and I was furious. Uh, my horse was called Wedge. I decided to name my horses after surfboard shapes. <laughs> Shock. Yeah, right? Uh, so Wedge Wedge was my one and only. Wedge was my boy. Wedge was the orange one you bought in Valentine. And once I got him to four bonding, mm-hmm. I didn't want to let him go. He was my fucking boy. And when he disappeared all of a sudden, and I still don't know why, I was like, fuck, what kind of horse am I going to get now? So then I went to the internet and looked at good horses. <laughs> so <laughs> I bought a... You bought a horse bride? I bought a Missouri Fox Trotter. No. You bought a horse bride? Yes, I did. You went online. I bought... You looked up types of horses. It was either a Missouri Fox Trotter or the, the other one. That sounds like that. It's got fox in it or something. But it's, it's meant to be better than the uh, Sabian one. I didn't... You didn't know them. Anyway. I, I don't understand so the horse I bought this The horse. only person that knows is Kat. She knows the horse okay. breeds off by heart. She even told me that this is how realistic the game is. She said to They're me, all real. that horse, no, she went, that horse is going to kick you. And I said, no, it isn't. And yes, then it, it kicked me. Ears. No, it wasn't ear. More than that. She was Tempor- like, oh, it's shuffling. Temperament. She was, oh, it's shuffling. And it's like the ears. And it's like, she's shuffling. I can see its nostrils flare. It's like, she's like, it's going to kick you. And I go, no, it won't. No, Smack. Check straight the into, straight into the ground. I'm like, so I told you. Balls. It goes back to her book, and I'm like, you. She goes back to her book. Goes back to it. Just judges looks up, you. Just ju- silently judging. Class. Uh, yeah. So I I bought this new horse and called him Fish because his face looked like a fish, and Fish was awful. Was it long? He was garbage. This is just garbage. big. Was just big and like f- fishy lips. <laughs> fishy lips. Fishy lips. Uh, he just kept walking away. He was. It was. It was comical for Cam. Because of how angry I was, and now I'm with this crap horse, <laughs> and all I wanted was Wedge to come home. Uh, my second run through, I have an apple. I have a Nakota, a blue Nakota, blue Nakota, which is called Blue. Is it called I No, I call him Blue, and whenever I whistle to him, I You're go, my "You're my blue. boy, Blue." <laughs> Look at him; he's so glorious. <laughs> That's exactly the only reason why I bought Blue. Uh, and then I went looking for Mustangs. I basically walk, wanted a horse that was fast enough and also not an absolute pussy to freak out over a snake, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, it was fine. Uh, I love my horse in the second one. Blue is my boy. He's my boy. Blue's your boy. Blue's my boy. My uh, moving on. We need, to, we need to move on with this story. Uh, we're now in Roads after, after the whole Cornwall shootout. And that's when you meet the Greys and, and that's the Braithwaite's. Well, it's where you meet uh, Sheriff Grey and his deputies. And you help, him, uh, stop, you help him stop some bad guys on a train. And then you bring them back to the Sheriff's Department and he gives you deputy stars. Yeah. And Dutch now, is like, Dutch is like we're going to play them. Ah. Well, I think you're missing the bit where you're missing a bit here where you arrive and you walk through town. And there's talk that both the families have Civil War gold. This is also true. So you become friendly with Sheriff Gray. You then go to see the Braithwaite's or Hosea does. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, we'll help you with, with your moonshine. 
And she's like, cool. And then you end up just stealing her moonshine and then trying to sell it back to her. And she doesn't think that's very good business. <laughs> you So then you rob go... The, rob the moonshine for the greys because the sheriff wants to still shut down. Then you take half of it. I'm so glad you decided to eat. Lovely. Yeah. You do it for the greys. You, you do it for the greys to steal the moonshine. Then you tell the sheriff take, to her for half tell the, the price. to just take a walk and we'll finish up here and then yeah slowly but surely steal the moonshine yeah and yeah i know yeah steal the moonshine sell it back to her for half the price she's pretty pissed she asks you to to burn the gray's tobacco fields mm, and close. also their horses i'm pretty sure <laughs> or is that, that also you, a braithwaite i think it's just the braithwaite tobacco fields that you burn you do a lot of shit. You steal some horses. You burn, you burn tobacco. You, you steal moonshine. You, you sell you the help, moonshine. You help out you with a Romeo. Pub. Yeah, oh yeah. You sell the moonshine in a pub and pretend to be a simpleton. Yes. That's also a really good mission. That's that fun. is quite a fun mission, yes. And then uh, you... Uh, what else happens? Oh, you help out the Romeo and Juliet people. What's his face? Uh, Bo and Bo and the other one, <laughs> who's I can't remember. who's very. I didn't know if this happened in eighteen ninety nine, but very suffragette-y. like women's vote. And stuff. Yeah, that was around. That I didn't time. realize eighteen ninety nine. I mean, it was the dot of nineteen hundred. When? So this is how I determine. This is how I determine when this happened. When was Mary Poppins set? Because that which was one? The first one. The first one. Early nineteen hundreds. Right, so that's when they're doing suffragettes in London. Yeah, it's the same sort of time. Well, 1899. You said 1900s. Different, cent- 1899 different, different century. 1899 and 1900 is one year apart. Yeah, different century though. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, you help them out. It's great. They kind of find out that you're working on both. You're, I'm playing both sides. Uh, you basically say that to them. And uh, and then Sean gets shot in the face. I was getting to bum, that. Bum, you bum. ruined it. You ruined it. So, Bill Bill Williamson is like, "Hey, sheriff wants to talk to us in Rhodes. He's got a mission." You're like, "Cool." And then this is if how you, I clocked that something was going to happen. You know when you don't have any guns equipped, and then when you go to a mission, you jump off your horse. You automatically have your repeater and a shotgun <laughs> attached to your back. I'm like, "Oh fuck." Something's going to happen. I absolutely have this on my negative points. That I swear to Christ, Rockstar, if you make another game where I get out of a car, get out of a boat, get off a horse, get off a train, and my weapon loadout swaps from the things that I have equipped yeah. to the things that you think I should have equipped, yeah. then I swear we're going to have problems. Oh, really? Yeah. You don't I, like that? Oh, and noise. It annoys the hell out of me. So would you rather go into a shootout with just pistols? No, I'd rather go into a shootout with the weapons that I'd bought and customized at the merchants rather than the double-barreled shotgun that I got made to pick up. Yeah, that's true. Beforehand. So not only... Do, it's not I so just much use my repeater for, all the time. forcing me to equip stuff. It's the fact that you spend all... They, they give you the option to make all these weapons, customize all these guns, make yeah. your character your own, and then... Not only do they force you into a loadout for because of the cutscene, because it yeah. automatically equips your weapon, yeah. but somehow your weapon wheel, which was set to the weapons you wanted, somehow you've got the worst weapons in the game equipped. You could equip no matter how I many times. I would say worst. No matter how many times you equip 
the Schofield revolver, you always spawn with a Catlin. Every time. Really? Every time. I don't think that's true. There's only a couple of missions where it doesn't. There's a couple, like that I never one had is a that prime example. That one's a prime example in roads. Yeah. You get off your horse. If you you get off your horse and the weapon loaded. You've got your repeater and your double barrel. Yes, but it's not the. I guarantee. But for me. But then, if I'm in a shootout, I'm just going to get my Lancaster the out. So, yeah, so the problem was, no, headshot, but it doesn't folks. give you the Lancaster. Yeah, it does. No, it gave me the carbine. Oh, it gave me the Lancaster. Give me the car. So my point, it gave me the carbine. When I loaded it up, it gave me the carbine. It gave me the double barrel. I don't want the double. I want a pump action shotgun. Okay. But I don't want to have to reload every two shots. I'm in yeah. a goddamn firefight. That gun's pointless. <laughs> It's like the place is I just used throwing literally knives. Literally, <laughs> the place is getting shot to... Sh- Rhodes is getting shot to shit. Yeah. And the game gives you a double-barreled shotgun. And everyone else is just but unloading the biggest, rounds into this building. Other than like, other than weapon loadout, the biggest surprise of that scene is Sean, who is class. I fucking love Sean. He was hilarious. You're our boy, Sean. He gets... Straight up shot in the face. Uh, yeah. Which it, I loved. It doesn't really get I shot. I love that yeah, twist. Just, yeah, great twist. Because it's unexpected. It's completely unexpected. The best twist for that one and Kieran as well. I can't remember what happened to Kieran. Kieran's oh, shit. His head got chopped camp. off. Rides back into camp. With his head in his hands. Holding his own yeah. head. With Fuck, his I head in his that. hands. That is some next level savagery. Yeah. Kieran. My guy. Um, so <laughs> the shootout happens and you realize... Uh, Sean's dead. You realize shit's not great in Rhodes, even though we've not pulled a gun out for the entire time of being in Rhodes. So after the shootout, you head back to camp and realize Jack's been bloody kidnapped, hasn't he? Jack's gone. Jack is John's son. And you're like, fuck. And and, uh, Dutch is like, we need to get Jack. And Key... The coolest scene in the entire game. Uh, where you the have only time the whole gang rides out. Uh, the whole gang rides out. You've got, is there nine of them? Yep. You've got all nine in a row. Walking, walking down this walking amazing the avenue. There's a real avenue. Do you know where, is it? In Louisiana, it's a real building. Yeah. It reminded me of Django. Yes, I think the, the I mean? inspiration it was, was a very Unchained. Uh, Tarantino's like, scene. Yeah. That... And then there's a whole Tarantino shootout. That driveway, <laughs> that driveway, and that building are re- is a real plantation in the south. Shit. I'm sure it's in Louisiana. Uh, it's a real plantation, or was. That driveway is real. That house is real. You That's can look awesome. it up. Uh, kid, pull that up. Uh, well, Google it, everyone. Red Dead Redemption Google Two. That for me. Braithwaite, real Braithwaite Manor. Real Just Braithwaite Google Manor. It. it should come. It it'll, should, it'll be there. It should surface. Go do that. People visit it and they're like, oh, it gives me goosebumps because I was here with nine other people and I shot the place up. Bloody hell. Hold on. I'm going to Google it now. Tell us something about it. Well, it's a pretty cool scene. I mean, it's the only scene the nine of you ride out together and you literally just call out the bad guys and then it all just goes down and you're just firing this wall of gunfire. I just proper Western. And once again, if my loadout changed, I'd be so angry. That is the coolest thing I've ever seen. I thought you were about that. What is it called? I don't know, but I don't think it's called Braithwaite Manor, but it's definitely real. What you can't see because oh. we don't do a YouTube version of this. <laughs> oh, no, I think is, that's a joke. We don't do a YouTube version of this, but what you can't see is that there it is Braithwaite Manor, if you Google it, or other search engines are available. Yeah. It is a real place. It is. a real driveway. People from Louisiana are saying 
that that's just how many plantations are built the, uh, in Louisiana. So, someone jokingly said, "Looks like Augusta National Golf Club." <laughs> also, yeah, also true. <laughs> now that Which I think about funny. it, also true. It's called the Oak Alley Plantation in Louisiana, an go. hour away from New Orleans. There you go. Or and New I bet Orleans. you, I bet you, if it has a gift shop, I bet you they're selling Red Dead merch. Because well, I, I would be doing tours pretending I was Catherine. Like, I'd be milking rock this game for all it's If you worth. come over here, this is where Catherine Braithwaite died. She was, she's lying there all naked and burnt. You pick her up she's and turn her really over. She's not naked. She's burnt. She's, 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 she's crisp. She's crispy. Yeah. Uh, burnt turkey Twizzler. Coolest, coolest shootout so far in the game, in my opinion. Uh, if not in the game. Coolest shootout. There's also the one after you find uh, John's wife with the Pinkertons. Yeah, that's a class shootout. That's a good shootout. I'm trying to think what the best shootout is. There's also that one with you one. and Lenny. Before you find Shady Bell. Yeah, you, you and Lenny have a shootout. Shady Bell's a good one. Uh, I like the ones that are kind of a bit more. I like the we go for the final one. The like attack on the oil fields. Oh, fuck, yeah. That's a really good uh, one. Where you're kind of running. Also, actually... That's almost at the end, isn't that's it? A, that's, a, that's a second to third last You're with mission. the Indians. Yeah. Well, actually, the one I'm thinking of is the one where you've just come back from Guarma. It's called a Brief Oh, respite. shit, the one in the swampier in part the of... the swampier part. Yeah. And yeah. the Pinkertons you, arrive. You go back to camp and they're like, shit, like you're You alone. jump through the door. And uh, Sadie kind of throws the gun at you, and you catch it, and immediately goes from cinematic to gameplay, and you're like, transition. You like kick through the door, and then like all your dead eyes swap to like being able to target. Yeah, you're like, I'm in the end game now. Yeah, "Ah, okay, literally. Yeah, I'm like, "Ah, okay, I see where this is going. Uh, so after the shootout, you find out that Catherine Braithwaite doesn't have your son. She's given him to a man called Angelo Bronte who is an Italian man who lives in the city of Saint-Denis. He is a little prick. There's a slight hint of mafia about it. He's a little prick. I did not like him from day one. He made me do... uh, Angelo Bronte was never my friend. He was never my friend. He he commented on my clothes, which were class. He didn't think they were, but I think I looked a lot better than him with his silly little bedtime hat and his bedtime robe. And he he made me go on a mission to... Of graveyard, and then we got Jack back. And then Jack's like, "Oh, I had spaghetti. Oh, and I learned some Italian." Shut up, Jack! But, but he's come back as this like better. He's almost he has a nicer really child, well. and yeah. he comes back and he comes back. It's like, it's he's like, Jack, my goodness, you've grown. He's a cultured kid. <laughs> it's weird. So uh, I don't remember much about Bronte, um, other than how he died. But is there uh, anything else that happened in Saint Denis with Bronte? Yeah, you basically visit the party and you go to the high society party. Oh shit! Yeah, you and you meet everyone and you yeah. meet everybody and you do. I think you do a couple more like little job things here or there, but he he basically sets you up. Tells he you leads you into a trap. Yeah, he sets you up and leads you into the trolley station where there's money, but there is no money, and basically surrounds it with police. Oh, uh, is this the? Is this the bank? This isn't the bank heist when Hosea dies. No. no. This is the trolley death thing where you raid the trolley station with four. Oh, and you ride and on you the trolleys. Trolley. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. there's an interesting plot point here where. Do tell. Dutch, as the trolley stops to stop the trolley, everyone, wait, they all fall over. They all, like, they crash the trolley. Dutch hits his head really hard 
like properly you see it there's like yeah. a proper cinematic of it he hits his head against like the dashboard oh shit and like cracks his head and someone was saying i wonder if that's where they get the madness idea from later on because they think he might have given him a concussion oh right a really bad concussion yeah. and then obviously those symptoms if you ever had a concussion yeah it can make you feel all sorts of mad uh like a mild concussion can give you like flu-like symptoms and all that yeah. sort of jazz i can never imagine what getting properly cracked and if you're already slightly mental and slightly dehydrated and all the nonsense that would come with being a <laughs> wild west cowboy in 1899 yeah probably smacking your head like that probably not great a few screws loose yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> so i can not no, no reason to think why like there's no answer to why you feel like this now. Yeah, you know how he goes a bit mad and kills that yeah. old woman in Guarma? Yeah. Like, yeah. that Like, if you think about all the people that have had CTE, like concussion, traumatic syndrome, yeah. all the con- traumatic concussion syndrome that's and all the, all the bad things that have happened to people that have had that. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, that's, that's cool. Yeah. I've not noticed that. The only thing I noticed, we'll get to this later, is at the end, at the, when you come back from Guarma, in cha- I think it's chapter five is when it happens. We'll get there. You probably, you all probably know what we're talking about, listeners. Yeah. But you have to track back to chapter two, and that's when it actually happens to Arthur. Basically, when he gets TV. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's chapter two when you're doing a Mold Strauss, yeah. a Strauss episode, yeah. and people have tried to do everything they can to not get spit on or coughed on, yeah. and they've tried to shoot him from far away, <laughs> um, <laughs> or drastically look for a. My boy, uh, look for a, look for a uh, medicine to try and help out, but in 1800s there was no medicine. So basically, yeah, Bronte leads you into a trap, and then Dutch kidnaps him and feeds him to an alligator, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. And then Arthur goes, Jesus! He's like, he, he doesn't understand. If you fed him to the giant alligator like, oh, that you fuck. killed in that mission. Do you know what I hate? is that I've been wanting to do all the legendary animals, but as Arthur. And you, you can't do three because they're in fucking Yeah, te- I was going to say that. Mexico. That was, was one of the things I thought about earlier on, like when we were thinking about and this podcast. And you can't is, do the alligator until you've done chapter four or something. Yeah, I think it's not the, the alligator, alligator, the one that's in the ocean, like in the swamp. Yeah, it doesn't turn up though until you've done that mission. Yeah, because it's like a dinosaur basically that you're trying to kill. Yeah. But it, so, made, it was a yeah. bit mad. Well, I, I don't understand why they locked off Armadillo until you're John. I mean, no sense. Yeah. No sense. So, so yeah. So, um, Dutch kills uh, Bronte by feeding him to an alligator. And this is where you finally get his idea of going to Tahiti. Oh, he decides the U.S. isn't, isn't big enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like the United States and Canada so and South America are enough. You have he to takes your advice. Island. He's like... Go to Canada. Go somewhere else. So basically, Just, Dutch goes, yeah, Duncan's right. Uh, we should go to Tahiti. Uh, so that, that, that's what we not need, my idea. My idea is to stay on dry land. Yeah. What we need first, though, is one more job. Arthur Morgan. And they, he proposes a bank robbery in Saint-Denis. Mm. Key, one of, in my opinion, the saddest moments in, in gaming history for me. Because... Like we've said before, Lenny's my boy. Is he your boy, Cam? Yep. yep. Lenny's my boy. Lenny. Me and Lenny are best buds. I think... Hosea, he's a nice guy, but it didn't affect me as much. But it's also... This is the thing. So Lenny dies. 
in this bank heist. But dies, he dies in a weird way. Yes, but this is why it was so effective for me, is because he dies so... So, Hosea dies in a cutscene, Sean you, dies in a cutscene, Lenny you, dies in gameplay. Did you try and restart the game? No. Did you think you could save him? I thought I could pick him up. I thought he was still alive, because you know, hold yeah. square, you pick him up. Yeah. So, I ran up to him and tried to pick him up. And there is almost, there, it's not a cutscene, but there's an animation that Arthur does, and he kneels down at Lenny. Yeah. And he, like, moves him, and he's like, Lenny. And I'm like, what the fuck has just happened? My boy, Lenny. And that, that's it. The game's like, we need to go. We need to go. We're getting shot at. I was, I was in shock for that whole cutscene of when you actually get onto the boat and then, get, and then get to the, like, Tahiti. You don't yeah. actually get there, but, um, fuck me. That really hit me out of nowhere. Yeah, it, it's a good death. I was so sad. It's a, it's a good death <laughs> for a game that kind of does everything by cutscene. Yeah. And also, it just kind of happens. John is also arrested. Yes. And this is where Dutch is like, nah. He's nah. He thinks probably suspicious. he thinks he's yeah. He thinks he's a rat because he got arrested too easily or whatever. So you've got excuse me. You've got Dutch Arthur, uh, Bill, Javier, and Micah on the boat to Cuba, which is then this makes us segue to Guarma. Segue to uh, a storm and then sinks the ship and then they arrive in Guarma and you've got a big old beard and no help. And I just want to say. And I've put this in my notes. Guarma brackets irrelevant. Yeah, pretty it, much. It's it's thinking great, back it's, on it, it's like all it really did was waste five hours of gameplay or whatever. It's it's gonna make it didn't really do anything. Hopefully it makes GTA six is it I, I wonder if they did it more of a tech demo than anything else. What's so a jungle jungle GTA? No, I'm thinking more of Miami and Cuba. Ooh. The, ba- the ballad of Gay Tony. Vice City, yeah. uh, Miami, that sort of area. I mean, if you look at Guarma, it feels it the way it's, it's not open world, really. No, you're there's you're not restricted. It's very yeah. linear. It takes up the majority of a whole chapter of the story. Yeah, I did not enjoy it at all. And all that really comes out is you realize Dutch likes to shoot old ladies in the face, or does he strangle? It does I can't remember. I can't remember. Um, I've got the. But it feels more like it quick... feels more like a tech demo than it does anything else. I've got a quick synopsis of what you do in Gorma. Uh, shoot some guys. Uh, shoot some more guys. Yeah, Rain you're, plantation. In, you're embroiled in a war between the uh, tyrannical sugar plantation owners and the enslaved you, local you population. You do destroy uh, a battleship with a cannon. This is true. Uh, the, the gang reunite with the rest of the gang. That's a weird sentence. Yep. Uh, after fending off a Pinkerton assault on the camp. Yeah, that's the mission I was telling you about. Oh, I shit. Really like no, it. I've jumped ahead, haven't I? Yeah, the group successfully aids the revolution against the plantation owners and secures transport back to the U.S. That is li- that's literally two sentences. Yeah, you, but it takes up a whole you chapter. You go to Guarma, where they become embroiled in a war in tyrannical sugar plantation owners and enslaved local population. They successfully aid the revolution and secure transport back to the U.S. Yep. Six hours. Like, they could have done it better. They, I mean... They do a really good job in game anyway of passing time where Arthur writes in his journal and it's like two weeks later because he got attacked by the O'Driscolls. Also a class 
uh, mission. Oh, class mission I've read yeah. that one day. Yeah. Yeah, where you're you're in nothing but your skivvies. Yeah, and then you have to like escape and you did you your did you get your guns back? Oh, I murdered everyone. I, I murdered everyone. Yeah, they it was so hard because yes. you're like, I can't no, I didn't. I didn't properly. use my guns. I, I silently stabbed them all. I oh. took my guns and left. I mean, I silently stabbed them all until I ran, and then you ran into a couple. Nah, I killed. I killed. You ran into a couple under a bridge. I think I was pretty cross, and then. I just rode away. Yeah, the, I rode. I didn't ride on the road. I rode down the beach. Rode down ah, the clever. Beach, so I yeah, very clever. I did not. Uh, um, but in my opinion, it would have been better if they had gone. They'd gone to the boat. The boat had sunk, and then maybe they didn't end up. They may, just ended back up in the U.S. I thought you know, we were going to end up... And it had been a month later. I did you know? not see Guarma coming. I thought, I thought I they were going yeah. to go on the boat. I thought the boat was going to go north and they were going to end up on the northern part of the map. Yeah. I thought Mexico would uh, Mexico as well would have been good. Uh, but we'll get to Mexico. Oh, I've got I've got a bit yeah. more Mexico at the end of this. But I genuinely thought that they were going shite. to... That was the only the only tripe I had with that game was that Guarma part. I like Guarma, don't get me wrong. I think it was cool, but for me, it seemed like an interesting segue that only really surfaced to see Dutch being a bit mad. Yeah, but that's true. In all honesty, it really served no purpose. Other uh, than the idea of time passing. The idea of time passing, but then nothing really happened. They only just moved camp. Like nothing. No one died. Yeah. Nothing else happened. No one died. Well, they'd moved camp and gone into a shittier place because they'd been found. Yeah, but nothing major. Nothing major really had happened. Yeah, and um, I don't. However, the, the search for you had kind of faded yeah. because you'd been away for, I think it was like a month or something. Yeah, but anyway, it was a bit strange. You I, come back like to the said, US and your gang are now in a swampier part of the yeah. swamp. If we pass off that, let's say, like I said, think about it this way. Let the te- I don't know if it's a tech demo or not, but if I was making a rainforesty place like Cuba or like yeah. South America or something. Put it in a big game. Hide it somewhere that you can yeah. see it and see Clever. people. Clever like, rock star. Yeah, me? smart. Wouldn't be surprised if we see it, see same assets later on. Yeah. Um, so after you get back to your camp, you have a, a big old fight with the Pinkertons, which you said is awesome because uh, you get thrown a shotgun and then you're like, yeah, Class. it's phenomenal. I think it's just a really cool way if they move from cinem- cinematics to the gameplay. I think it just works really well. I think it's quite atmospheric. It's the, one of the few times you see Sadie go full berserker mode as well. Totally. Uh, and then this is where you get your fourth and final camp location. So after that, you then run up to the mountains again. Uh, yeah, you run right. Up. See, I thought they were going to end up in Asperg anyway. Yeah, I thought outside really, Annisburg. Yeah, outside Annisburg. And so that's your last camp Beaver location. Hollow. And this is when Dutch is suddenly overcome with, we clearly have a mole in the group. And he thinks it's Con- his Irish concussion. bird. He thinks it's his bird. She's super drunk and she admits said, to it anyway. She admits to like, Thinking, going to do it. Which I think she just, because it would grab attention. Don't know. And then she just, she, she straight up. Big old what's her face? Miss Grimshaw shoots her in the face or the gut. Miss Grimshaw gets shot. Miss Grimshaw. Miss Grimshaw also gets shot. Does she stab her? No, she gets shot. Does she shoot her? There's a dull bowed shotgun involved. Oh, okay. She just shoots her. (laughs) She straight up dies. She straight yeah, she ain't surviving that. No. Uh um meanwhile, Arthur and Sadie go and try and free John from the prison, which is a great mission. And I loved the I loved I the didn't enjoy air that balloon mission. guy. He was I so loved cool. the balloon guy. I did and not, then when he died, Arthur's like, oh, I like that I, guy. <laughs> I did not enjoy rescuing John from prison. Why? 
I didn't see it. It reminded I, me of the Mexico mission where you're looking for Javier or Billy Williamson. Uh, I'll tell you why. Because I feel like that bit was really, really small compared to Guarma. And they should have just scrapped Guarma, like you just said, yep. and done the whole raiding from the, done a heist from the penitentiary. Because really, yeah, cool. all you do, right, is you stop on the fields and they basically throw a wanted prisoner out for a guard. Now, in terms of <laughs> Red Dead Redemption, I can't see that actually happening. So the whole world they've set up is everyone being quite ruthless and stuff yeah. like that. And then they basically throw, let John go in return for the life of a guard. Now, to be honest, I can't see them doing that. But they're trying to be better people. Yeah, but I, I can't see it. I think it really annoys me. because You weren't there, man. But that penitent, <laughs> that penitent, I was there. I played it. And I can tell you the penitentiary mission would have been a lot better if it had been more of a raid actually going into the penitentiary. Yeah. So you built yeah. this whole island. Because you never actually go in. And I tried to go in afterwards. You there's, just straight up get attacked. This whole Cisco <laughs> penitentiary, right? Remember the jail in GTA? Yes. Right? Completely underused. Until yes. you made a heist mission and you get to go in it. Class. My same point stands about Cisco. And you have to fly away. You can't go I remember it. so many heist You can't missions. go on it because it's fully red. Uh, yes. You can see it. You can't go on it. I went there. Uh, you go there, you get shot. Yep. Right? Definitely. So you can't go on it. You go there during the mission. And during the mission, they just... Like, you just kind of in and out. And you're like, what the hell? And then you, they never speak about it again. Him being a Cisco is supposed to be a massive deal. And literally, you find him with a balloon. And then you basically take one guard. All it took was one guard. And he gets let go. Yeah, yeah. When you word it like that, it is kind of It's weird. disappointing. I think he's doing... It's, but that's <laughs> the thing about it. It's depends if you spin yeah. it. But generally. So... Like generally. But basically, you get, you get John. Uh, and then... Which I thought was quite sad. So you meet these two Native Americans. You meet Eagle Flies and his and his boy called Two Dogs Fucking. Two Dogs Fucking. Uh, Cam, what was Eagle Fly's son called? Fuck. What was his name? It's not something rains. Oh. I thought he was Eagle Flies. I thought the son was Eagle Flies. The son is Eagle Flies. It's not like... I thought Eagle Flies was his dad. Rains is a good call. What is his name? It's not Rains. Yeah. Rains Falls. Rains Falls was the guy with the Rains dad. Falls is the dad. Rains Falls is the dad. Rains Falls is the dad. Sorry. Yeah. And Eagle Flies is the son. So you meet them in Saint Denis and you become really good mates with them. And you actually hear a lot about Arthur's backstory where uh, you and Rains Falls are on a wee mission. I can't remember why. Um, and then he asks you about his family. And I almost thought that Arthur was about to say that Jack was his son. Hmm. Because, Ooh, because John doesn't seem very connected to it and Arthur wants to hang out with him a lot. Yeah. Hey, hey. And then he finds out, and then he had a wife and a son, and they he went off on a mission with the guy. Whoa, gang. whoa, 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 Rory. Ginseng over there. What? There's some ginseng over there. Sorry, I have to stop your story about Arthur's backstory for some ginseng. Okay, what were you saying? Oh, right, the weed. <laughs> The flower. Well, that's I, what I he does. Get the joke he's, he's, op- he's opening up about. He's opening up about the like his wife and child. And then, then Rain falls is like, "Hey, look, oh, this look, weed so that's really some, good for healing." Ginseng for your TV. Let's talk about this later. <laughs> um, oh, and folks, so the ginseng that he says will heal Arthur does sweet fuck all. It doesn't. Don't do alternative medicine, kid. It doesn't. It doesn't work. That's a shame. Uh, I genuinely tried to find medicine for my TB. It was so sad. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, 
You find out he had a wife and a son, and they died when he was out on a wee gallivant with Dutch, presumably. Mm-hmm. Over a matter of $10. They came to raid the house, and she was like, we ain't got no money. And they were like, all right, I'll rape you, and then you're dead. She was like, oh, all right. I don't recall this part. So, but Oh, do you know? I was probably too busy looking for ginseng. So basically, so. Arthur Arthur says that he came back one time from a, from a mission uh, or from a gallivant and there were two graves outside the front in his garden and he was like, fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then and then I'm assuming he probably had a little thing with Mary who's a little bitch. Hate Mary. She's a... Man, she's a... Oh, I don't like her. I don't like, I can't think of the word. Is why I don't like her so she's much. She's a cowpoke. She is a cowpoke. A little cowpoke. And you have to help Jamie which I didn't because I didn't like Mary and I didn't take her to the movies because <laughs> I'm getting manipulated by a, by, by a girl. She's using my heart to make me do things. Anyway, <laughs> didn't like Mary. Did you like Mary? That's the other thing. I wasn't invested in the whole Mary thing. Yeah. Also, they bucked the trend with Mary because usually Rockstar missions come in sets of three. Usually there's a beginning story, a middle story, and an end. You'll find that most times you have a character on a map in the old school GTAs as a prime example yeah. uh, you would go to a character for three missions same with Red Dead 1 Red Dead 1 and GTA 4 you would go to a certain person ah, for three missions so for like person. you need to go to Luigi and he'll give, you, go, three he'll give you three missions and there'll be three different missions for him same with uh, Landon Ricketts and Red Dead 1 but that's what I like about Red Dead 2 is it's so immersive and natural There's that it doesn't feel like that more natural missions in terms of but Mary Linton, yeah. I feel like there was another mission in there, and we never got it. With Mary? Yeah. I feel like there was really? no closure. She kind of sends you the letter, and you have to read the letter. And I'm like, I kind of want some closure. Yeah, because you give her, you take her to the train station, and she fucks up. Yeah, but you know what I mean? I feel like there would have been... Find Jamie or whatever. Yeah. I feel like there would have been one more, one more rule of the dice. I didn't, I didn't really care for Mary. I didn't think she was... I mean, she was a good character because she manipulated Arthur, and he clearly liked her. But me, as a person, did not like her, so I chose that Arthur didn't like her either. So that's how I played the game. Um, moving on, though. Where were we? Uh, we're back to the camp. Dutch's girlfriend dies. Uh, I can edit this out. Um, where are we? Uh, yeah, right, yeah, we were talking about Rain's Falls. <laughs> That's what we were doing. Um, Dutch manipulates Rain's Falls. No, he manipulates, no, he manipulates Eagle, Flies. Eagle Flies uh, to basically go into conflict with the U.S. Army, um, basically to draw attention away from the gang. Once again, they need to draw attention away from the gang. Could he just fucked off? There yeah, I know. Many quiet and Arthur disagrees with this anyway. Arthur's yeah, like, this is, is so shit dark. because I've made friends with these Indians yeah. and it doesn't matter. But then, this is where, this da- is but where this I... is good because this is where I feel that had you not played Red Dead One before, you start seeing our uh, Dutch as the bad guy, and he starts leave. So like he's left, he left uh, John thinking he died, stuff like that. He he leaves Arthur when you do that last mission. Yeah, the one in the oil fields with Eagle Flies. Um, he that basically starts to he starts to doubt Arthur's loyalty, and you start seeing it more in gameplay. Mm. Um, but it's only over two or three missions yeah and then but then Micah 
has also started working up the ranks of being like Hosea part two. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. he's like whispering in Dutch's ear, being like, Arthur's the rat. It's like, you're yeah. the fucking rat, Micah. Yeah. What I don't understand is what Micah's, like, what, what is Micah getting out of this? He, I, I think he, I think he thinks he'll get a bigger take. Maybe he gets a bigger take, but then, but. you know, how often do we see them get big takes? They don't because they'll fuck up. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, there's something, I feel like the third, ironically, chat if you think the roads is the best chapter yeah by far then well that shadow of that roads is the best chapter then i feel like chapter six is a letdown in a way that i feel like it was building to a crescendo and then you kind of have your crescendo and it kind of passes a little bit i, I disagree like- i came to a point in chapter six where i couldn't not i couldn't stop playing story missions well i think because, that's because it just ramped up well i think part of the problem with chapter six and it's the same problem with the end of chapter five as well is that actually once yeah. you do five final- puts a downer on the game well, and it's the only time i've ever felt like i didn't want to explore i will say this right now although we've spoiled a lot if you've not played this game explore before guarma because after guarma you get diagnosed with tuberculosis and arthur starts to deteriorate as a character and it really affected me on how excited i was to go north and go look Mm. for things and do side missions yeah because he looked like shit and i wanted him to look badass and i always went to the tailor and i got some sweet new clothes but it looked crap with that he looked really sad i i kept because he's dying rory (laughs) no i know but i kept but this has never happened to me in a game before you know and it was very very bold of them to do that to a main character yeah because in effect it was like i don't really want to play because arthur's dying and it makes me feel shit which is incredible because he's a fictional character (laughs) yeah yeah that's very true you feel like the same game of thrones what i started doing was from chapter one to finding out i had tb i kept arthur very clean cut he had a side fade he a side parted fade he had light stubble not a beard he always dressed well and then when i found out i had tb my mindset changed i didn't cut my hair i grew my beard out (laughs) excuse me and i just started wearing like jeans and outlaw gear i was like i don't give a fuck anymore i'm gonna die yeah but that's what they want you to do yeah it's yeah but i that's that's what i love about it and also chapter five is that my thing I was going to say is... You look too shit to make five, him look sharp. <laughs> come back from Guama. I was playing that at 10 o'clock at night, right? Yeah. I wanted to leave. Get out of Guama. I wanted to leave Guama. Yeah. I was like, I need to leave Guama. I wanted to get off this island and then I'm going to turn it off and go to bed. Yeah. An hour and a half later, I'm still playing because there hasn't been a time to freaking pause the game and save the game. You can't save in Guama? No. When you start the final mission in Guama, you also then move back to... the. Uh, you go to Shady Bell, you can't save the game, right? Because so I turned, there's the shit I turned auto save off, right? So, oh, well, that's your problem. <laughs> no, because I, don't, because I don't like having to make my choices safe, right? Uh, Keep talking, I'm just going to get my charger. Okay, so to, for people that don't know, you, you finish the mission in Chapter 5, final mission, get on a boat. You travel into the... You, you come over to the US, you, get, you swim ashore, you get on a car, a sweep... A, fucking sweet ass piece of music plays you ride all the way to shady bell that's the way it is nope 
No? No, different one. Uh, oh. Still unbroken. Still unshaken. Unshaken, this one. Yeah. Class song. Still unbroken is a Leonard Skinner song. Not uh, unshaken. Yeah, that's it. She's still doing, still unshaken, right? You move from... Class song. You, so, you go to Shady Bell. Pinkertons arrive. You murder the Pinkertons pretty easily. Uh, uh, Very true. Yeah. You kill the Pinkertons, okay? Yes. You then go from Pinkertons to Lagra... No, just north of Lagrasse, right? Lagra to go to your uh, new hideout, okay? Yep. You meet the guys. Yep. Dutch then arrives. Yep. Then the Pinkertons arrive. Yep. Only after the Pinkertons have left, after that, after that bit is the first time you can pause and turn off the Xbox. Fuck it up. I did not know that. So How long you, is that? Oh, like an hour? It's like an hour. It's like an, a good a solid hour and a half. That I had. So I went to turn off the Xbox. Couldn't. Ended up playing for an hour and a half. The same thing happens in chapter six. After you do the final train mission, it's... There's no... Play until the game is over. It's pretty much... Yeah. Once you do that final train... It's not even the final mission. Once you do the train mission, it's full steam ahead. Or, ha, pun. Uh... <laughs> It's uh, it's full steam ahead to the finale after that, and that's part of the issue is that there's no breathing room. Yeah, you're just like, Phew. so there's no time to kind of process the choices. I didn't notice that. There's no choices. You will not say if you're in, like if you're well, just, yeah. Yeah. if you're you were wanting to finish, time, and then I was didn't... wanting to turn off the Xbox, and I couldn't. And then the second, the final game, I wasn't bothered because it was like two or Sunday afternoon or whatever. But yeah. the first time that end of Guarma shit that really annoyed me so much. Yeah. I just wanted to turn it I off. mean, I'll, I'll, it was almost I'll, I think I'm cin- getting there, so. It was too cinematic for its own good. I loved it. So, love it. Loved it. Love it. But you had that whole the end of chapter cinematic horse ride. the end of that amazing gunfight. So of course, it ru- I love that gunfight, but it ruined that gunfight. Yeah. Tells it, I just want this gunfight to yeah. be over. You're, you're dead. You're and dead. Then, you're yeah, dead. You're dead. And then more of them <laughs> arrive. You're like, for God's sake, how many waves is there? Come on, man. <laughs> That's so good. Dan. Dan Hauser. I just want to go to bed. Stop writing these scenes. But then, so you have that scene. Sorry, I'm just moving. Yeah. We need to move on. Uh, there's time is of the essence. Um, but also, yes. What am I trying to say? Anyway, yeah. You get back. People start leaving the gang. Like, people yeah. start going, nah, fuck this. Left, right, center. Yeah. Uh, Charles leaves. Uh, Swanson. Pearson. Swanson. Strauss. Now, how did, Strauss how, did, how did you get Swanson to... Uh, to leave and how did you get Strauss to leave? So the, apparently Strauss apparently there are two ways that this I happened. I threw Strauss out. In a good way? No, I grabbed his bags and I tossed him. Yeah. Like the piece of garbage. Tell him to get a job was. and stuff. Get a real job. That's the, that's the good way. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, so there's a bad way where you're like beat share with Strauss. Oh, f- phenomenal. I wish I'd done that. But uh, <laughs> for Swanson, I didn't do anything. He just disappeared. Oh, really? Oh, he has a chat, I think. You have a chat with him and you're like, Oh, you tell him to get leave. your shit together. Maybe I did do yeah. that. Maybe I told him to leave. But um, uh, and then what else have we got here? Um, oh yeah, you do, you do the mission. Uh, you do the Micah and Dutch mission. Yeah. At the boat, where you finally see Cornwall, and then Dutch straight up shoots Cornwall in the face. Yeah, you steal some horses for your flags. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, and then Arthur's faith in Dutch. Is finally shattered when he leaves John for dead during that heist, during the heist. Mm. And he says, Ah, oh, John's dead. Refuses to rescue Abigail when she's captured by Milton. Yep. And then Arthur 
effectively just disobeys Dutch and goes to find Abigail, and that's yeah. where you kill Milton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is also great. I love that. You don't scene. actually kill Milton. Oh no! Well, who killed Abigail? Abigail does. Yeah. Yeah. You untie her, and then she shoots him with a shotgun or something. Yeah. Uh, but then you're also ambushed by all the fucking Pinkertons, which is pretty good shit up as also well. Also fine. Yeah. Also, yeah. You're are you with Sadie? Yeah. Yeah, and you go sniping on that. Uh... Yeah, you go sniping with. Is it Sadie? I think it's Sadie. Oh, it's Bill. Is it Bill Williamson? What Bill was the drunk in the road? Was that the stagecoach? That was the stagecoach. It's Sadie. Sadie gets captured. Yeah. Oh no no yeah it says here. Uh, Abigail gets captured by Milton. Arthur disobeys Dutch by orders, uh, Dutch's orders, and rescues Abigail with Sadie's help. Yep, Sadie gets captured. During well. the rescue, Sadie gets captured. Yeah. Uh, before Arthur heads back to camp to confront Micah, because that's when you find out Micah's been the rat the entire time. No, only since Quarma. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. But then, yeah. But yes, he is a rat. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Since Quarma. No, that's what they say. Since yeah, that's Quarma. what they yeah. say. But. They've been turning up as if it's been a whole, it's been a trap throughout the entire game. So I wonder if, yeah, I think Micah's been. I in always on thought it. Dutch was a rat. Dutch, Dutch and Micah. I always thought Dutch was a rat. I don't know why. Uh, so basically, it's Micah and Dutch and you, and Bill Williamson, and then you have, uh, and then you find out John's alive. Yeah, that's pretty much like I said. That's when it all just kicks off. Yeah, and then we're we're pretty much to the finale now. Yeah, we're basically which in the finale. Red Dead Redemption, which is just, you knew shit was about to hit the fan. Where, yeah, you, John, Bill, uh, Javier and Grimshaw, Micah. Javier and Dutch have like a standoff. Grimshaw gets, no, Grimshaw gets shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Grimshaw gets shot by the Pinkertons. Yep. And then you all go, oh, fuck. Oh, no. And then you run into the cave. You and John have a bit of a pursuit away from the Pinkertons, and then you have the fucking heartbreaking moment with your horse. Yeah. <laughs> it's so sad. And you can go back to the cave to help them to go through the cave for the money. So yeah, so you get your last choice, yeah, which yeah. is John says, "Come on," and then Arthur goes, "What about the money?" But then thinking about it, thinking about Arthur as a character. See, this he would never point. have picked the money. Yeah, but that's because my point. Throughout that... the entire game, he says, we don't need the money. So this is my point about the choices that they gave you. Yeah. The choices don't affect, in the end, choices don't affect the outcome, really. Either Arthur gets killed by Micah or Arthur dies looking at the sunrise. There is no other option. Arthur doesn't ride into the sunset. No. The choices don't matter. In the end. But then if you played one, you know how it would end. You just don't know no, how don't, it would end. How, how it would lives, play out. You don't know if Arthur lives or dies. Pretty sure. Arthur's you're... not mentioned in the first one. Yeah, so, but uh, you're this... also not hunting him down. So you assume he dies. Uh, no. You, I, I thought he was going to die, die. die from the get-go. Yeah. So, like I said earlier, I don't really care. I, I kind of was already at my had peace with Arthur dying. The horse got me. I was like, Jesus Christ. Fucking uh, Jesus. I was like, God damn it, Rockstar. But the <laughs> wedge. in terms of if, see if that was Wedge, I'd have been in a worse state. The, but it wasn't. It wasn't even fish. I think I got rid of fish. Where I, like, you my boy, oh, blue. fucking blue. 
I might change it before that happens. <laughs> Just get a shit one. What you do is you go to, up to go to do the side missions with Hamish. Oh, you get his. Get Hamish is the the war old veteran. He's got no leg. Yeah, and then you get. Do you old, get his horse? You get his horse, Buell. That's a lovely and horse. Buell gives you Buell to like look after, and you can take Buell with you, and then Buell gets killed. Oh, that's that would be so sad. Yeah, but so my point is, the choices don't matter. Oh God! At the end of the day. Right, they don't matter because the same outcome well, happens. It's also a this video game. game. <laughs> yeah, but there's a difference between if you. Yeah, really I know what you mean. Play Mass know, Effect yeah. Two. No, but I know what you mean. Right. You like, play Mass Effect Two. No. So in Mass Effect Two, spoiler: the game's been out for ten years, people. So get over <laughs> it. Uh, in Mass Effect Two, for playing Mass Effect Three, all your choices from Mass Effect One carried over to Two, all your choices from Two carried over to Three. So there's prime example. When you, in the final mission of two, you have one choice. You can send your crew on ahead or tell your crew to wait. Uh, you rescue your crew from the aliens. You basically say you can either wait or you can go back to the ship. Depending on which one you choose and who you send with them, they either all your crew die oh, fuck. or they all make it to the ship. Yay. All my crew died. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> but what happened was all my companions, sort of the main companions, the majority of them made it except two of them. They died. But they're dead. So in the third one, when you're piloting your ship at the start of the third one, if you use your old save file, your crew aren't there. Oh, fuck. Dialogue's different. That's awesome. You, so That's really clever. The choice mattered. Yeah. So when it comes to recruiting your people in the third one, but then this is you also a prequel, yourself, so. I had to go find myself a new scientist. Banner, Fred Banner, he didn't have to go. He, his what up, Banner? Banner uh, he, his scientist didn't die. So he had, so he, he he had was, a scientist. Yeah, I do get a scientist. Because my guy died. So my point That's is, cool. the, but the choice matters. Yeah, the choice doesn't matter. You know, Arthur dies either way. Now you, if you, you you've played that, Red Dead One, if you played Red Dead One, yeah. but you're kind of like, eh. but obviously you would always take the high ground because yeah. your Arthur's character's written that way. Good guy. And this is what I meant about the black. They kind of write the narration into him becoming this a is white what hat. I meant about the black hat, white hat thing is that no yeah. matter where your honor kind of is, Arthur's character, most people will probably go out to the high ground. Yeah. So even if you play pure black hat the entire way. You're going against the narrative of the character. You're not really given. Arthur, your, when he gets TB, he starts to change his mindset. Yeah, and but he even almost before makes that, you, he was a good guy. You could be a good guy. He he has these moments yes of no. like being. He has moments I of being like, purely violent, and it has yeah. moments of being pure black hat, and some moments of being pure white hat. But and this, your honor affects. Them. At the start of the game, I disagree though, because you always get. I remember getting the option of beating or choking a guy and i was like i don't do anything to this guy like i want to be a good guy and it's like nope you got to beat this guy until he dies or choke him until he dies so it does change it does but at the same you know time I mean? you feel like you you they're giving you these choices yes good guy bad guy but at the end of the day the narrative kind of forces you down this path so at the end so the narrative takes you in so they give you a choice good guy bad guy yeah the end they give you the choice high ground or caves and I bet you 75% of people pick the high ground. Yes. You should always have a high ground. How is my brother in arms? As a famous bearded... Uh, and it's a cool... It's almost like a cool western finish as well. Uh, yeah. As you have a, a big I mean, shootout on the mountain. Yeah. And then you have the fight with Micah. Should, but to be fair, you know, you had the high ground. You should always... I mean, it was over when you got to the high ground. Yeah. It was... A, I really enjoyed the ending. I yeah, thought it was I really nice. The ending. I, thought it was I remember. Cool. I thought the fist fight was epic. I think the yeah. the melee in general in the game. Shit. People moan about it. The melee in that oh, game it was fine. is the melee square is to ten blocks ten times better than Circle GTA Five. So in oh, GTA, yeah, right, so GTA Four, 
Yeah. GTA 4, they had a melee combat system that had blocks, kicks, punches, heavy punches. In GTA 5, they basically went to block, punch. counter, punch. Yeah. Oh, you did, every time you threw a punch, it was a right hook. Yeah. Every time. It's fine. I was terrible. Absolutely terrible. Oh, what are you talking Compared about? Compared to GTA 4. So GTA oh, 5, okay. they went to this block, punch. To it. and it was to every counter but it was you like they'd never punched before yeah and every counter <laughs> every counter you did every counter was the same duck under left right duck under yeah. left right in gta 4 you do a counter he does like different moves yeah. every time depending on what they do same in this almost and then you, it's, well, not, it's not really a block you can dodge and you can dodge left but then and right but as i say in red dead redemption yeah. too they go back to the GTA 4 style where you suddenly you can block, you can counter differently, you can tackle people. Yeah. You're like suddenly gameplay is yeah. a lot. The you can just press R2 and he gets his gun out, shoots him yeah, in the face. Yeah, it's much better. <laughs> yeah. Much better. So, uh, sadly, you go up to the top of the mountain, you have a fisticuffs with Micah. Yep. Uh, you at the, the TB basically overcomes you and <laughs> you fall to the ground after getting the shit beaten out of you. Uh, Dutch turns up and they have a bit of a talk. And then you're like, he was the rat all along. And it looks like Dutch believes you because yeah. he fucks off. And Michael's like, what the fuck? And if you have, we've talked about this already, if you have good honor, you allow, it allows Arthur to die peacefully. peacefully. And I remember coming back from work one night. I had completed it before Cam had. Uh-huh. And I'd walked in at the moment when Cam, this was happening. And just Cam's face was just of utter shock. And sadness. Sadness. He was like, oh, Arthur. I told you he was good. I, I, like I said, it I was just, so sad. But it was a good ending. I loved the, f- and we were, we were so surprised that even after a week of completing the game, we still couldn't get over the death of Arthur Morgan. He is a fictional character, but for some reason, the way that they've written it and the way that you are engrossed in his story. You feel for the man, and you almost feel like it happened to him. He's one of the best, I still feel like that. He's one like, of the best damn. written protagonists. It's very well written. Very I am time. very disappointed they did not write, they did not win best uh, story or best screenplay. Uh, because fuck me, that was They just got unfortunate. Well. They came up... They've come yeah, up they were under the wake of God of War, so... They've come up against a game that was very well made. Yes. Very that was it, true. in a nutshell. They came up a game... Whereas God of War is very interesting because God of War doesn't... God of War has more time to focus on story. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2 has a lot of mechanics that need to fall into place. It's a lot more free-roaming. This is true. Um, we'll class game. I'm very happy with it. We are coming up to two hours. So how do you feel about stopping there? I guess we can. We never talked about online briefly. Online? Well, we're not. We're talking about the, the story Just of Red Dead 2. Online can get to fuck. Um, class game. Did you enjoy it? Oh yeah! If they bring out if they bring out another one, will you play it? Yeah, I don't know. Where would you want it to be set? What would you like to do with it? I don't know what they're going to do now. Rory Kid, unless Rory Kid, you're in charge of Rockstar. Where do you go with this? Do you go do you go forwards or do you go prequel again? I mean, you can never have too many prequels. Well, if they they can't go any more forwards than John's first story because that's the end of the of the Wild West, you know. Well, the eighteen the eighteen ninety nine was the end was the starting of the end, and yep. then John's story is the end. But have you seen have you seen the? Uh, I don't know. Have what you seen the trailer do. recently for the Highwaymen, starring Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson? Woody Harrelson and uh, the Harrelson. Kitty Fiddler. No, Kevin Costner. Uh, oh no, Kevin Spacey. Costner. I was yeah. thinking of Kevin Spacey. <laughs> no, not Kevin Spacey. Kevin Costner. 
It's about uh, the people, that, the guys that tracked the, the Texas Rangers that tracked down Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, exactly, right? So it's kind of like a cross between... Uh, Waterworld. Kind of... And... Water. <laughs> it's, it's kind of... Costner. <laughs> it's kind of more of a cross between GTA and Red Dead and L.A. Noir, kind of all thrown into one. Right, uh, that'd see. be interesting. Or do you go if the, the other way? I want way? them to keep it in the West, because I fucking love being a cowboy. Okay, so then I think you should... I personally would love to do a prequel set more Civil War era, and I would do Uncle. Absolutely not. I disagree. I hate Uncle. <laughs> no, but you hate Uncle now, but yeah. what was he like when he was younger? Probably the same. I don't know. Well, he might not be. That's what I mean. I That's think a good point, be, though. That'd be funny. It's good shout. Well, good shout. But my thing is that, wait, we haven't, quickly about the epilogue, Okay. Because right? this is something that I wrote. Oh, down. yeah, we never talked about the epilogue. Really For good reason. Yeah. Okay. But let's gloss over that, because people can play it, right? Okay. I'm sorry, everyone. If you want to skip to the end where we talk about recommendations, you can. But right now, we're going to talk about the epilogue. Briefly. I'll be very quick. <laughs> Playing as John Marston was a complete waste of time. Yes. It finishes in a way that completely contradicts the way that Red Dead 1 starts. Because in Red Dead 1, you arrive on the ferry to Blackwater. But according to... They must have taken him away somewhere. Right? But they kind yeah. of imply that he, they meet him at his farm. But do the they know? Does he not already have his farm when you start playing the game? Yeah, in Red Dead One. Yeah, but he arrives on the ferry and he arrives in like armadillo and all that, as if he's never been there before. Oh, uh, as if you'd never as if ventured you'd never out been and there before, done the but free they room. Only yeah. give you armadillo when you play as John Marston. Yeah, this is true. It was the biggest waste of, uh, of idea of a like of something they could have done. Ten hours of gameplay. Here's here's what they should have done. Yeah, the epilogue. Should have been playing as Sadie Adler. Ooh, looking for Micah. Right? Looking for Micah. Yeah. Being a, being we know a John's story. I didn't need to play as John. Being a bounty right, hunter. Right? You play as Sadie. You can use the bounty hunter mechanics. First female protagonist that Rockstar used since Oni back in 2002. Good point. Uh, they Therefore, you win over a bunch of votes that way. Yep. You get to play Sadie Adler. Instead of Deadeye, you give her a different talent. So if Arthur and like rage, you correct. <laughs> remember Trevor's special ability from GTA? Yeah, he just goes mental. Remember how he does like double damage and takes like more hits? Yeah, but it's for like an e by each stamina or something, right? And then Michael's good at shooting, and, and then Michael's good at shooting. Trevor's good at driving. Uh, Franklin's, Franklin's good, good at driving. driving. Yeah, Sadie Adler should have been have a different could have had a different mechanic. Let's see. They could have done a character swap and done a Charles and Sadie. That's. That's a clever. That's a clever. And one. Charles could have had a different version as well, mm. because Dead Eye is great for John Marston, and it was great as. But why can't Sadie could have like Berserker Rage because she has Berserker Rage. Yeah, we've seen is. it. Oh, so okay. you could have played Sadie. She could have had Berserker Rage, and you could have played the epilogue. Okay, epilogue ends up the way it ends up. Brilliant American Venom, great mission. And the flip side of that is, if they do a single player DLC, whilst I really want a, a Undead Nightmare Two. With the zombies, yeah, I think they should do Mexico, make Mexico bigger, and just have it as Sadie. I think they're missing a huge trick. Sadie game part. would be sweet. Well, I think a Sadie game would be sweet. I think they'd win over a lot of fans. Yeah. Well, you're you're cashing in on that Wonder Woman type money, yeah. the yeah. Brie Lark, Captain Marvel money, but it would be cool. I think because you've invested That's in Sadie, you've good. invested in Sadie. You invested in Arthur. You're invested in Sadie's yeah. story as well, which is why she turns. And you're invested in Charles's story. Because they're the two characters that Charles make it. Charles is sweet. Yeah, you invest in their story, so you should turn up as them. 
That's a good yeah. point, Duncan. That's just what I was going to say. The well epilogue, done. which we both don't want to talk about, is yeah. kind of a bit of a waste of time. It Whilst building been. the house is fun, <laughs> I think I would have had more fun being Sadie as a bounty hunter. Building a fucking house. Building the house, house. Building the barn. Best part about building that house was because it was to music. <laughs> Remember when they were hammering yeah. to music? God damn it. It was great, but like I said, I think they it missed the trick. It was fun, but irrelevant. I think Much like Gwarma. Um, good game. Very good game. My game of the year. Uh, however, I do agree that probably God of War deserved it more. I would Because say it was more... It was easier for folk to get into God of War. I this think is a very slow-paced game. It's definitely my game of the year because I haven't played God of War, but I can see from what I've heard of God of War, I can understand why it won because it's definitely more story-driven. And it's class. It's... And it's one shot. It's the tighter. There are, there are no loading screens. It's tighter. It's, it's a tighter, tighter game. No loading screens, and the camera does not move from behind your shoulder. Tire game. Yeah, unless it's like a cutscene. Apart from but that one time starts. in Red Dead where yeah. it goes from cutscene. That's to, basically yeah. God of War. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's a tire game. Yeah, it's it, but it has the ability to be tire. Nice. So the idea is that if you go from first person, like it's it works really well. And like Uncharted is another one that I can think of. Yeah, PS4. Class. Very good. Uh, you should get PS4, yeah. man. Telling you. See, uh, they've got better single player games. They do. I love playing single, single player, player games. games. Uh, but that's my point. It's yeah. a tighter game and therefore it's always going to win because Red Dead has so many functions. I mean, the world of Red Dead is so incredible. Yeah. Uh, what they managed to accomplish. Unfortunately, that comes at a cost of bugs, loading screens, totally. things not quite working. Whereas yeah. if you have a story driven... T-shaped animation. Yeah. I mean, if you're having a, a story driven world where the God of War world is kind of open but not open at the same time. So it's kind of like big open spaces. Yeah. Uh, but explorable, but not within confines. My This is why I preferred Red Dead, was because I thought God of War was a lot more linear, whereas yeah, Red Dead is. was like, nah, do what you want, and do this if you want to. But like I said, that's, that's the story, but, but that you comes don't have with a cost. To. Yeah, totally. So why we're talking about Fallout 76, Bethesda, running this all the way, there we go, running all the way back to start. All the way back to the news. All the way back to the news. If you're going to make the open world games, there's going to become a, there's going to be a cost. Yeah, totally. At, for the open world, and doing all these choices, and if you don't, do them right you take the time to make them right the game will suffer agreed and the game experience will suffer and that's where they're going to lose out in the awards but they should win for acting they should win oh, for sound design totally. they should win for I think scripts. Arthur Morgan won for like best he won for best portrayal yeah. uh, and they also won best soundtrack they also won best soundtrack yeah. which is which 100% enough. sound design yeah that'll do it this is a good episode. Yeah. How do you feel about that? You're happy to be on an episode of the Kettle Hood podcast. Yeah. Hopefully I'm sitting more around the middle of the barrel now. Yeah. Sorry about that. (laughs) I thought it was a fun joke. Yeah, it was a fun joke. It was a funny. fun joke. My feelings are I don't actually feel that way about you. I just drunk like eight beers just trying to get whatever happened. Uh, Do you have, what have, do you have any recommendations for the listeners? What have you been playing? What have you been watching? Netflix movies? Uh, Netflix. I've been watching the new Star Trek. How is that? Which I have to say is fantastic. If you enjoy the new movies, you will enjoy it. Okay. Since my way of summing it up... Because it's got the up, chick from... Uh, chick from Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Yeah. Uh, it's got Jason Isaacs, who is a British actor. He was in Harry Potter. He was Malfoy's dad. So oh, it's a few other class. things. Yeah, he's a really uh, good actor. Doug Jones is in it. He played, He plays a lot of creature characters. He plays Hellboy's assistant in Hellboy movies uh, as an alien. He's pretty good. Uh, my way of summing it up is this. Star Trek's last TV show was like 2006, I want to say. With John Luke Picard. uh, Enterprise. Uh, But close. So next generation, right? Okay, cool. (laughs) Uh, 
John Luke Picard, all that. That if that wasn't really your cup of tea, just think about this. Make it so. TV's moved on a lot. TV's moved on a long way since then. Yes. We've had Game of Thrones, Westworld, Sopranos. It's more like a movie. Yeah, it's yeah. Star Trek Discovery definitely feels more like the new Star Trek movies. It definitely has more of like a Clever. more of an action show feel, a bit more. I'm gonna be trying to get into it then because it's pretty good. It's definitely not I've, Star Trek as we remember it being kind of campy and all that. Because I've been it's into the movies, but yeah, the the TV show never really appealed to me That's, because it. Uh, I couldn't get my head around the fact that it was a sci-fi and not an action. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's definitely moved on a long way. And it's taken a lot of hints from things like Game of Thrones. So you know where you follow both sides? Yeah. So in the new Star Trek, they're at war. Right. And you follow both sides. Not just um, not just the not just Star Trek, not just the, the Starfleet. The the weird Klingons. That's it. Klingon side. Yeah, you follow the Klingons. So you follow their <laughs> the side as well faces. a little bit. So it kind of just gives you That's a quite clever. More. It gives you more like Two said, sides TV's, to every story. TV's moved on. Yes. And finally, the Star Trek's kind of caught up with that. And you're like, oh, this is actually quite good. Nice. What else have been watching? Not... You can just do one if you want. It's been a long pod. Star Trek, yeah, it's been a long pod. I know, I... I, Star Trek's definitely... Oh, Good Place. If you've not watched that, you should watch okay. that. The Good Place. The Good Place. Okay. Uh, I, so good. This just came out on Netflix, and I have binged and finished already. The Umbrella Academy ah, is how's that? incredible. I was skeptical at first. Because it is directed, no, no, it's created by Gerard Way, who is, most people won't recognize that name. I've probably said it wrong. He is the singer from My Chemical Romance. Oh, really? You, re- you can picture him now. Yeah, I can. Yeah. He wrote the, he basically created the Umbrella Academy as a comic book. Yeah, and it's a you, comic book. Yeah. And yeah. when you have him in your head and My Chemical Romance as a band, and you read the comic or watch the show, you're like, yeah, totally, I see it. Now. Yeah, I can see it now. <laughs> I can see it. Bug- there's some emo vibes to this show. It's not, it is a very emo show. Yeah. So it is... It's a lot of teen angst, right? It is seven kids who are born on the same day. However, the day they are born, their mothers weren't actually pregnant. Yeah. It's like a surreal thing. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a regular lady. She suddenly becomes pregnant in an instant and, be- and gives birth. And there had been, I think the the lure is that there are 15 babies are born. And this rich man in New York called Reginald Hargreaves but nice. adopts seven of them. Okay. So they're With all monkey different. monkey butler, right? Yeah. Pogo. Pogo. <laughs> Which is actually really good CGI. It's the same guys that did uh, Planet of the Apes. I'm not surprised. It's yeah, incredible. That probably makes sense there. <laughs> and uh, so all seven of them are different ethnicities. Yep. So one's Spanish or Mexican, one's uh, African American, one's American, one's Russian, one's German, what's the one's dude Chinese. Dude from suit, not suits. What's the what's the Misfits? Yeah, the Irish guy from is Misfits. He Irish, yeah. yeah, he plays Klaus, who's Klaus. German. Oh, is he German? But they all have American accents because they grew up in New York. Okay. Um, and they all have different powers except seven. So it's all about these six siblings becoming superheroes called the Umbrella Academy from their dad, Hargreaves. But they're very public about it. Yeah. They don't know... I think they do know their identities, but they're very public that they are masked vigilantes, mm. but the cops seem to be cool with it. Yeah. And then there's Seven, who's the Russian girl, who doesn't have a power. She's just really good at music. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's, she's the one, and he... and This whole Is she program, the emo kid? She, they're all emos. They're all bloody emos. Because uh, they're all... Yeah, they've all had a very weird upbringing. And basically, the, the program starts with their dad dying 
and it turns out they've all been separated for years and their dad dying has brought them back together and now there's shit going on mm. and one of them is dead one of them is missing has been missing for 15 years nice it's so good and i finished it maybe last night or two nights ago highly recommend it it's incredible nice, nice. it is I think? in the cam mcd rating scale it is tremendous 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 i'm trying to think of it i don't think i've watched anything else if you're into your cartoons obviously the new episode of big mouth was out my first oh, valentine, valentine episode. Uh, valentine special valentine special worth the watch uh if you're into cartoons castlevania was also worth the watch uh nice. it's pretty cool nice uh, I don't They're know. I've watched Bros. a bunch of random stuff. I watched the Final Table, which is the cooking show. It was pretty good. That's oh, awesome, actually. Yeah, it's really cool. And there's Spe- a Scottish guy. Of, I actually watched a documentary called uh, Flat Earthers. Oh, I saw that. It's a good documentary yeah. to laugh at. Yeah, I was. I was. I was. He's <laughs> also, like, like we've been confronted by science. We use things we can see. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. Deaf. Science uses things we can see with also, like experiments to see what we see is actually yeah. real also if you haven't watched it the fire festival documentary Class, uh also really good don't, definitely don't do drugs and do business kids it's not worth no, it no, 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 no. or do business with any rappers who know yeah, nothing or, of business or, or don't do business with the guy who turned down turned down the opportunity to appear in the second fast and furious movie did he yeah was he and meant then, to be tyrese <laughs> he's meant to be ludicrous oh thank god and then they give the role to ludicrous and he's made 15 million dollars out of it too fast too furious class i've been so, listening to a podcast called uh kind of funny in review and they are doing fast and furious in review oh phenomenal leading up to the opening of hobbs and shaw <laughs> progressively probably getting worse no, no. they just did, oh no five's the they best just did fast six fast six I, is good because it runs off fast five fast five but i think movie. they put original shaw at the top of their bad guys list yep he's an incredible bad oh, guy. great buddy um, fast five fast six fast seven fast six is the airplane one i think fast the, six is the, the 28 the run- mile runway yeah, the 28 mile runway uh <laughs> yeah. yeah watch fast the fast and furious movies they're good fun yeah if you're not um, seen, if you're not seeing them they're good popcorn movies yeah for sure class. i've got jurassic world on blu-ray Ugh. the second one really well, i did not, not enjoy that movie well the second one oh so bad both of them were bad. i've got that i've also got black clansman to watch so apparently very very good apparently very good so they one popcorn Oscar muncher, nonsense. one one that's actually quite serious. So there we go. We'll end it there. Thanks there for coming, go. Duncan. That's all right, man. Uh, where can we way. find you? Are you on social medias? Do you want to be contacted uh, at all? You don't. You can probably say not. No. Not not yeah. really. But uh, okay. Do you want yeah, to be? Well, on the pod? I might come back. I might. I might make it known on another podcast. Probably do one. Another Hopefully, one. before I leave, we should probably do like we could probably do one like a couple weeks time. Something like that. Maybe we'll see. We'll see what I can come up with. Or I have topic, su- topic oh, Actually, actually, there's been fan suggestions, including a phone-in segment. Oh, really? Uh, what, we just fans have been requesting a phone name. I don't know how we do that. Uh, basically, I hold to the sound phone. Good. <laughs> I hold the phone to the microphone. We're professional, Duncan. We won't just hold a phone to a microphone. It works. It'll be fine. Don't worry. Right. I've seen it done on other podcasts. But, Whatever. Uh, I think we should definitely cover the Star Star Wars prequels. That's a good show. I think actually. there's. I think there's some interesting debate and reviews there. Uh, we'll see if we can get the guys over. Because Eddie's got some strong reviews or uh, opinions think, on that. I think. And I also have contradicting opinions on those movies. Yeah, so. I think it'd be an interesting debate. We could oh, yeah. moderate and uh, we should do have a few beers and talk it over. And also, you might want to, when you're reviewing this, you're going to have to find all the prequel quotes that I dropped in. See ya. <laughs> Good. What a way to end. Uh, for roughly the last two hours, ladies and gentlemen, I am so sorry. I mean, you, I mean, you knew how long it was going to be. You saw the time. 
you've been listening to Kiddlehood, a podcast where we talk about fun stuff like movies, TV shows, and video games, with the odd celebrity impression thrown in there. I don't think we had any celebrity impressions other than I did a Dutch impression. Dutch impression. No. No. no I it? have a plan! That's my Dutch impression. He's not, a, he's not a celebrity, but he's a character in a in a game. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find us on all the socials at Kittlehood. Uh, Jamie now has his Instagram page at Kittlehood where he does movie reviews. It's very, very funny. He's very, so what he's done is he's basically co-opted your brand. Well, yeah. He's taking we your both, half of the brand and we running both with came up with the with the name. He's it, just decided to go on a different platform. Oh, okay. And you're getting you're getting money from this platform? No. No. We should really review we're, this. We're, none of us are. It's fine. None of this is making any money. Uh, but go check out his Instagram. Say hi. Say you came from the pod. Uh, let me know how I'm doing as a host. I'm not enjoying it. There's a lot of work involved. Uh, and next week, we welcome back Gregor Muir, the old man from Sky. Gregor is back for next week's pod, and I don't know what we're going to talk about. So come and join us and find out. Say goodbye, Duncan. Goodbye, Duncan. <laughs> goodbye, Duncan. <laughs> 